Or is it 137? 137. Oh, okay. Well, everybody hears that I didn't know what episode it was. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 137. I got the full crew with me, all the resident homies. I'm Anthony Traffany, by the way. I got Joseph K up there, Casey Howard down there, and Joel Horner over on the right for me, dude. I'm so happy to be here. And all, if you guys see my environment, it's a lot different than most episodes and you guys will probably know if you're true with the Cali death shit that you might know where I'm at. I might save it for later. I'll just. Is that Mike Gilbert's house? Uh, there <laughs> Damn. Right there. <laughs> and motherfucker. <laughs> I drop it like maybe wait 20 minutes or something and be like, oh, by and, the way, like, and I'm who, here who too. figured it out? <laughs> you know, Casey's also there. So the other room. Room. I it's can hear Anthony time. echoing in my head. <laughs> Already. <laughs> I don't even know. And I'm, I haven't even gotten as yeah. loud as I probably will. I'm going to hear Anthony episode, twice but... tonight, like all night. <laughs> it's the first, it's the first uh, in person for me, Casey. And have you guys, uh, well, I know Joel and, and Joseph did one in person. Casey, yeah. did you do one in person with Joel too? With Joel, yeah, for sure. Not Joseph. At, at the lum at the lumber dome. Diego too. Mm-hmm. Diego yeah, at the, at Lumber, the Lumber Dome, Dome too. Nice. No, no, no. Me and Joel have done it. Oh yeah, you did we've done separate with Diego. He was at your okay. place down in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Did it, yeah. Well, dude, this was super cool because I mean, I. By the way, tonight we're joined by uh, Robin Stone. What's up, Robin? Howdy, and my cat too. Sorry. Hey, so, we, we are uh, on it. a pet. Hey, what's the cat's friend, name? Pet friendly Milo. podcast. Milo. Yes. Milo. Nice. What's up, Milo? We're, me and Casey got a few cats with us too. Mike's cats. We got uh, Birdie yeah. and Cat. Yeah, Birdie and Cat. I should have I it like it was, Robin and Milo as the name. This is actually something that I didn't say oh last God. night, but it was. I was thinking about it when he told me that his cat's name is Birdie. I was like, wouldn't it be? It's it's hilarious to be named after something you want to kill. You know, <laughs> like a cat really just wants to kill the bird, but it's named after what it wants to kill. I don't know. It's kind of a conundrum. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, Robin, thank oh. you for, for, uh, being with us across the planet right now. It's literally lunchtime for you. Yeah. Lunchtime Friday. No, it's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while in the making. I remember Casey asked me a while ago and like life got in the way. So now it's good to be here. Finally. Cheers. Killer, dude. Awesome. I'm, I'm oh, glad yeah. this happened, dude. Um, for sure. And let's do the plug thing real quick so we can get through fast. For sure. Joseph, you got, or actually, no, first we're going to do, no, 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 no. Take that. <laughs> Sorry. Battleforge Coffee is always first at this show, battleforgecoffee.com. Uh, that's where we, we uh, now are 
wearing swag from we're drinking their coffee we're doing all that over here and we want you guys to do it as well because it's the homies and deeds of flesh dude like not only that it's good coffee and i say it every episode but i just want to say those two things every time which is (laughs) one it is the homies and deeds of flesh that is already like let's support the underground and then wait you get good coffee as well it's it's a win-win dude if you're in this community put your money where it should go with the homies and deeds of flesh buy your co- everybody is drinking coffee yeah who doesn't drink coffee exactly yeah, yeah. so weird. it's like are you gonna fucking, fucking go weirdo. give yeah. it to starbucks yeah. <laughs> are you gonna give it to starbucks and spend all that crazy money on some burnt coffee you know and you might be able to take a starbucks bean and do it right at home but if you're if you're drinking starbucks you're not doing it at home you know you're just out getting it real quick so do it at home with battleforge coffee dude boom calidethpodcast.bigcartel.com is where you're going to get the t-shirts that's mm-hmm. the only way you put money in the pocket of the show we're not we're not out here to make money guys literally once we're done with what? the shirts all that money is going <laughs> right back Speak into for yourself. merchandise <laughs> <laughs> With this thing, at least we're here to just chat up with dudes like Robin Stone. You know, I don't know. This episode might pop off. I'm feeling it. Feeling pretty good about it. We'll see. I've made like negative four hundred dollars from this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have a lot of shirts. I'm gonna point to the (laughs) more and more obscured (laughs) of merch. Which, uh, please, uh, I don't. I wouldn't put so much stuff in front of it if I was constantly. opening it and grabbing shirts out of it so please uh hey. help me move it to a better spot in my house in my shitty tiny apartment and we sell cali death bikes too <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the next that's the thing we were another secret that joel had uh given away already in this intro yeah yep bikes, <laughs> bikes uh reclining back racks and shirts those are merch inventory so we just sold that as merge reclined back racks a couple inversion table that's what it's called inversion table yep those are sick dude is that the one you hang upside down on yeah you can yeah oh yeah you like it it yeah i'll show you i'll get on it one episode we used i got a home i got a homie uh shout out mikey he has one of those because he has back issues but also smoking a joint while you're upside down on one of those things dude good idea and then and then you get thrown back up real quick and you're like oh shit new reality that's (laughs) fucking genius (laughs) um can i plug my shit now plug your shit dog all right uh first of all we sponsor chicago domination fest 8 the final (laughs) chicago domination fest this is the lineup it is a lot of good bands you've probably not read any of them yeah (laughs) um if you can read the bands on the flyer is it even a good show um (laughs) so um shout out to uh the people who received our giveaway tickets we will be sending you those digital i know we have like two weeks three weeks left but yeah this is coming up dude if you're not going to this what are you even doing uh i tell you one thing you might be doing going to see me play july 28th with the last instead. of Lucy <laughs> instead. Oh, sick. Hell yeah. so Do it. If you cool are from California yeah. and broke, come to uh yeah, dude. We got this uh, <laughs> custom flyer. I was stoked to throw down for this one. It's cool hell flyer. yeah, dude. 
It is. Um, And then I did announce this a couple weeks ago, but not yet on the podcast. So uh, Dreamer, my other band, is supporting uh, Cyborg Octopus, Callius, and the Arson Choir on August 25th. So that's another month past. uh, Shout out, Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. Shout out, uh, Cyborg guys. They're all awesome. And yeah, you get them on. I'm going to say that I like that flyer better just because it's got a more nautical theme. You know me and my pirate shit. What up? Yep. Um, no coins on it though and then this is <laughs> this is a fucking this is pretty crazy but uh playing this prophecy fest in the cave of valve in germany so if for any reason what well, we do we i've sent a couple shirts to germany so cali death fam out there uh go check out my band alludium uh dude and and, and another shout out hunter Jin, dude you guys are gonna yep. go fucking i hit up hunter out Yep, we're gonna hang out in Germany. Germany What's he doing? He was announcing. He was announcing he was doing something with that. What's he doing? He's playing with Agaloc, the headliners. That's right. He's playing with them. Okay, okay. Drummer of Agaloc, dude. Our hunter. Shout out. The drummer of Agaloc, dude. This fucking. Yep. Ah. And and how excited he is too. It just makes me so happy for him, dude. So he's like this. He's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's right there, dude. No, he sent this to me. That's so sick. I and, love uh, that you had that right there, dude. I think Jeff. Yeah. I think is oh uh, for the viewers. No, let's not. Let's keep that quiet for the viewers. Let's leave that for the viewers. So Jeff might come to the fest too, so I would be able to hang out with all of Radical Research in Germany. So nice. Yep. Rad, um awesome. So those are my three summer shows. So three different bands, three summer shows. Um, Again, check out Radical awesome. Research. All and these. Thanks plugs for the chance all to these plug love, this love. That's all we got. No doubt. Robin, what you all got? Right. What you what what are you promoting? What's uh uh nothing. <laughs> I didn't promote anything. <laughs> um yeah, I honestly nah. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> There's my cat. Well at least the band that we, at least the band that we put on the uh flyer. What was it? Blast Bonks? Oh <laughs> that's just um, like uh some t shirts I got made up. So like we're on a <laughs> okay. tour. In like yeah, 2016, and I was like three in the morning, end of the show, in bed at some place, and we're all talking about music and stuff. And I was so tired. Instead of saying blast beats in the conversation, I said blast bonks by accident. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit. Uh, I it was the dumbest thing ever, and it just stuck. And so I, I just love that called dude. them blast bonks forever. And then other people started calling it, and then it just sort of got tied to me. And then people were asking for merch and stuff. They wanted socks and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, not going to do socks, but I'll, I'll do some t-shirts. So eventually, yeah, I just got a logo made up. You know, breaking the fourth wall a little, wall a little bit. I uh, told you previously that I, I didn't. This was actually one of those weeks that I did. I just, for some reason, just didn't have fucking time to really dig into you, you know, and but this blast bonks thing that was always in the back of my mind, like blast <laughs> like. <laughs> I wonder what that sounds like. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll eventually talk to him about it on the show, and then I'll, you know, go out and listen to it. But now I'm finding out it's not even. It's not even a thing. I'm <laughs> gonna find it. I know. I, I did. But I did the Spotify look for it. I was like glass. I was like typed it in. Like nothing but, was there. I was like. All but right. here's my <laughs> last two cents on that, which is one. I fucking love it blast bonks i i want to start just calling them blast bonks now yeah. too. And, <laughs> yeah, I and i love that it's a, a 
merchandise and now i want a shirt so i'll be talking oh yeah to you oh yeah me too because that that's amazing to me so all right that's that's cool. rad i did Robin. i think i think i've still got a few left i've got to get another run printed up at some stage but i'll have to check down okay. the studio so well if you got a medium somewhere in there dude let's, yeah uh, let's probably talk. i'll check it i'll check it out Hell for yeah, sure. dude, I'll, wrap it on, I'll wrap it on the show for sure awesome <laughs> oh me too for sure I, that's a crazy uh hoodie you're wearing right there too that's, that's this one yeah. oh this is my favorite hoodie ever it's falling apart i had to buy another one recently because this one's yeah well, you're already wear it a bit much so that's another that was another uh a check off the list of awesomeness for me too because <laughs> dissonant and weird music There's chaos is, yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. So that's that's right up my alley dude so yeah yeah i'm yeah, sure same. we'll get to a lot of that stuff uh on the episode but dude thank you so much for giving us your time uh my pleasure happy to be here oh yeah Fuck no yeah. doubt dude um but how we always do it on the show, dude. Let's go back into your past, dude. As far as you can take us. As far as uh, I can take right out. Meaning, like, you know, your connection with art, your con or anything. Yeah. I, I used to say, like, you know, think of that first song, but now I just later am starting to think, like, it doesn't even have to be about music, just like how you yeah. connected with creativity early on yeah. in your life, you know? Well, it's it's interesting. Like the first first instrument I ever played uh, would have been like 1995 because I grew up on a farm, homeschooled, so never went to school um, in a rural you know rural community, um, renting on a farm. And my dad was a music teacher. Uh, he taught clarinet, saxophone, music theory, and stuff like that. So I started on clarinet. Nice. <laughs> And like, you know, all the classically trained stuff, but I never really followed it for too long. You know, I'd, I'd for, muck around on my, it. Uh, forgive my naivete, naivety, but uh, is that how you say that? Naivete. Sounds yeah, good. Eternity, so. eternity. Uh, <laughs> you could have sold it. On... Yeah. <laughs> um, the clarinet is which, how is that just straight on? You're playing it like yeah. this? Yeah. Okay. All right. And it's Luke. black. And it's yeah. black. That's right. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> like this high with a, with a fucking mullet and no front. <laughs> and then uh, one day dad brought home a, a bass clarinet, which was as big as me. So if you look it up, it's, you know, quite big. And I, I loved it because it just like it sounded so much. I play bass clarinet. Oh, really? Yeah, I played it in high school and college. Yeah, so you know what, what what's up. Yeah, I yeah. still have one. I have a bass clarinet oh, in my really? closet over there. Yeah, it needs yeah, some. I loved uh, it. Very cool. I'm fixing up, but yeah, I love yeah. that instrument still. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So I used to, I used to enjoy playing that more. And then, uh, as far as listening to music, as well, I started with like big band stuff, swing, Duke Ellington, Benny Goodman. Mm -hmm all that sort of stuff through right. my dad and my grandpa and stuff like that. <clears throat> totally. Um, my grandpa, I never heard him play, but uh, apparently he was an amazing like ragtime piano player. And it's sick. Just, you know, I, I remember asking him while he was still alive, you know, oh, do you, do you ever play? And he never did. So I so, uh, you know, it ran, in, I, ran through the family for sure. I have uh, a connection with ragtime just because my grandma, that's who was, yeah. that was the first person that I played piano with, like sitting yeah, side awesome. by side with somebody and playing the low end of her high end, you know, 
and and ragtime was what she would teach us and so when i hear ragtime even though it's usually associated with like i don't know what like comedy or whatever but it's just yeah. like uh there's it, it, it gives i don't i don't know just the nostalgia maybe yeah 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 exactly a little more uh potent to me yeah yeah exactly the same um but yeah then after that so i would have been like 10 12 around that um i remember my cousin coming down to visit from from the big city <laughs> and she bring cassettes <laughs> with like nice. all the all the you know later stuff she'd recorded off the radio or whatever and so i was, uh -huh. I was hearing stuff through that silver chair was a big one for me <clears throat> oh they're australian right oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. so they were sort of like oh wow these guys are angry and loud and stuff and my parents were like oh, i don't know about that <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. i loved it real um, quick robin do you remember the song the last one on frog stomp like or was it the last one i don't know but like madman or something it was like an oh, instrumental yeah. song and it was like super heavy and like dun, 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 dun. yeah 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 that's right dun, 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 dun. I can't remember. and at the end it goes like dun, dun. <laughs> yeah that was like a heavy song i used to cover it when i was like in junior high oh like, that's that's a, is that I the white cover one with the frog on the front? the frog on it yeah yeah, 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 yeah the green yeah. frog that was yeah, that was good yeah. Yeah. yeah and then uh yeah so i think freak show was their second one and that one uh, had some heavy stuff on it. I was like, "Oh wow, this is awesome!" I was just—they were kids. Another like we, we pre-pod, we were talking about like decapitated being young and doing stuff. They were like fourteen were or kids. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so children and touring with Red Hot Chili Peppers and doing yeah. all that shit. And you're like, "Oh man, <laughs> God!" So, one of those, one of those situations where you're like, they were probably too young to do that sort of stuff because the mm -hmm. main dude got pretty fucked up mentally from it all you know touring and stuff like that at that age and stuff was like yeah yeah off in the deep end too soon too much oh that too singer soon. i watched a documentary on him a couple months ago about like where yeah. he's at now and like was it like drugs and shit that he got involved he, with or heaps of yeah heaps of stuff yeah 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 and then like physical yeah. stuff and that's right and oh, anxiety, uh, anxiety anxiety he was like very anxious yeah i remember watching that yeah um yeah real quick uh murray asked uh where because he's in australia where are you in australia right now where am I in Australia? So I'm about uh, 150 k's out of Sydney. So sort of in between Sydney and Canberra, um, just okay. way out in the bush, middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The town I live in has 600 people in it and stuff. So, so you being I, raised in like that farm kind of community, are you still doing farming work as far as work? Like I, kind of like the... I used to. Yeah, I used to do uh -huh. help mates with firewood and fencing and all that sort of stuff. And then, mm -hmm. um, I was doing gardening as well and all that sort what, of thing. What were you guys farming mainly? Uh, most of the stuff around here is like cattle for meat and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. So just, you know, usual things. Um, yeah, I've, I've gotten grass-fed beef from Australia plenty of times. Uh, you get the good stuff. Apparently, we send all the good stuff to you guys. We, <laughs> we get the dregs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how that works. America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of the good then, stuff, I'll, I'm going to talk about real quick. I saw Robin, you were, you were like, and this is going to sound weird, and this is it's meant in the best right. way. You had your like shirt off, and I was like, you were the most cut. Like I saw like the fibers of your oh, muscles. That's right. I, was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't know Robin was that. I thought because I remember you kind of being like more thin and skinny, 
And one time yeah. you took your sh- shirt off and you're just like hacking wood or something. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking so- Robin's a murderer. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like the most cut human I've ever seen. Like you and and, and Dan Preslin from uh, Nebulascarius. Yeah, he went yeah. I, was, I saw him and I was like, Jesus! Like both like fucking Australian drummers are just eating that you know that real shit. <laughs> that, that farm raised shit. Just that farm raised shit. Push ups. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah push ups. Good. I think it's um it sort of comes with the territory really. Like either you stay fit and healthy with this shit, or you injure yourself and you're out. So because yeah. I mean Dave Haley was the same. I remember he he was running like fucking 20k runs and stuff every morning at five in the morning and stuff i'm like that is so impressive like what the oh, hell just damn. just that drive and dedication to and so i'm you stoked don't when i walk yourself. for a half an hour before break <laughs> <laughs> give yourself a pat on the back and a donut <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, oh yeah. man um yeah so anyway go back yeah so silver chair all that sort of stuff and then i think around 1998 um, cause I obviously wasn't interested in playing clarinet anymore. I think my dad was like, all right, well, do you want to play guitar or drums? And I was like, oh, let's, let's do drums. So I think my grandparents paid for my first drum kit. And like, I still remember that day. It was like the best day driving two hours up to Sydney, picking out this beat up old piece of shit, Pearl export kit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, driving home with it in the car and then they're setting it all up and, you know, figuring it all out. And I think I had it in a caravan that we towed onto the property and just sat there. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I was, I remember dad coming down cause I had Sony Walkman cassette player and I had saved up for batteries and I just put earplugs in and then the headphones over top and just play. I remember dad coming down one day and he was like, do you want to give it a rest? It's, it's, it's been four hours. <laughs> So they would just yeah. listen to me suck for four hours, <laughs> miss every fill, <laughs> fuck everything up. Um, so yeah, I, I think I just zone out and just play and play and play. So um, that, yeah, there's nothing like that 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 drive with the parents or something when you finally get that instrument or something you've been staring at and like you mm. want. Like I, that's like you said, you'll never forget. Like I. That's literally might be one of my favorite days of my life. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, going yeah, to drive exactly. down. Totally. Yeah. What do you think, Casey? Or uh, Anthony? <laughs> 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 but yeah, that no, that oh, drive, it's yeah. like so nostalgia. It's like literally yeah, my fa- like one of my like oh nice piece of bacon. Oh nice. <laughs> Thanks, <Mark. laughs> <laughs> Give me some bacon. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but yeah, that, some that yeah, oh, right. I see him get a hand off in the background. I've been enjoying the off. smell the whole time. Oh, <laughs> this is crazy. Who's going to bring me bacon? I know. The, the bacon fuck? death podcast. <laughs> 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 this is awesome. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Going back to that, that's like, you know, that I mean, feeling and that that warmth oh, sorry. sorry i know yeah that yeah. of like getting your first like kit or something you know it's like first or getting instrument yeah yeah and then because i remember my dad did the whole like you want to play guitar i was like or drums or guitar and i was like or bass and i was like drums he's like <laughs> all right what else do you want to play? We're not, we're not <laughs> <Again. laughs> he's all psych we have neighbors so uh yeah um yeah. but then uh we went and got a guitar and i was like i learned a couple riffs on it and just went it was like from one of those starter packs and went in the closet yeah. and but then I like had this itching to play again. I was listening to other music that had heavier guitar, and I was really into like wanting to get into it. And I was like just staring at guitar catalogs like all day. I would just stare yes. at the same one. I would just stare yeah. at it all day long. 
And then finally, yeah. when I'd worked all summer and it was the time to go pick it up, I was just like, this is, and it was like way more expensive than I expected. And my dad's just like, well, fuck. And then he like snuck off and like talked to the person and they got it. Yeah. And like, you know, it was like, that was like literally the best one of top five days of my life i would say probably yeah like yeah, that was, yeah absolutely yeah. it's so good yeah. yeah i still remember that yeah just setting it up and just being like this is mine this this i can do this so yeah so Gosh. i remember yeah setting up on like books and folders and like i had a little practice pad that was like oh one of those dolphin ones and you smelt it and it just smelt so carcinogenic you're just like what is this made <laughs> of jesus every time you hear uh, it got stinkier yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I just hit that, you know, play on that while the radio was on and stuff. But then, yeah, being able to walk down to this little room and your drum kit set up there, just like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. That's so I had awesome, like, man. I had a bunch of cassettes my uncle had made me. It's like Beatles, Van Morrison. I had Radiohead stuff mm -hmm. from another mate. Um, and I just, yeah, just play on play along to them until the batteries run out or the tapes wear out. Just just keep going, keep going. So no, Robin, awesome. how old are you, dude? I am 37. Okay, yeah. Right there, dude. I I'm know. 38. Well, I'll be 30. Oh, there you go. I'm still I'm 39 in 19 days. Dude, how many times this year did you be like, I, am I 38 yet? Or yes. You know? Fuck. <laughs> I spent all last year thinking I was 38. And then Isn't I that my weird? Day, it happens like at this stage, like, like, what? I've had to have <laughs> yeah. people tell me my age. <laughs> like, I had to consult another human to tell me how old I am. How long have I been around here for? Yeah, exactly. I know. I kind of wish they would just abolish birthdays. Just so, like, you just have to. If I'm gonna ask you, you have to like, fig like, put out a cal like, figure out like 1984. Okay, so I am. Because like the number, I guarantee everybody would forget. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, and you because you, you would, like, and also a lot of humans, a lot of humans like focus their whole identity on their age. You know, they're like, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm this now. Fuck, you know, kind of like bums yeah. them out. You know, it would it's probably like, turn into like, oh, you, so you are you a gray hair? No, 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 I don't. It's not gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna be thirty if I'm 39 eight? forever, dude. That's oh, okay. not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saying like, what if high. we did abolish birthdays and then down the road, hundreds of years, what would, Just how would people like compare themselves in how long they've probably? I mean, the word age would go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can always join probably, this. A probably live longer. How close are you to decline? Like demise you'd, yeah. you'd live longer because you probably weren't stressing about like oh fuck i'm this yeah right you know you wouldn't I be like all stressed right. out about age you know like so you might live longer but i think that's true years. dude what is measuring that... yeah <laughs> it's like it's all relative man it's like how, i haven't how even gotten high yet guys <laughs> i'm gonna start getting high and see what else we talk about <laughs> uh, i can prove that anthony is lying about what he just said <laughs> I should say recently. I should. I haven't gotten. We were hanging recently. out with Nate from Ontogeny and oh, oh yeah, we, Jesus. That's another exactly. shout out, dude. He showed and us I, new Ontogeny. It was great. Sick. Yeah, he's sorry. Nate's a freak of nature. And sorry to steer it away from me, Robin, for a second, but I just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah I wanted yeah. to give a true shout out to Nate from Ontogeny. We had a great dinner tonight. We had a great conversation. Uh, yeah, did. like Casey said, we got to hear uh, some really really cool cool fucking music that nate and keith have been working on 
I think he said six songs in already for the new album, dude. Mm-hmm. And I've been pumping that band ever since we started this show, dude. And I'm going to continue to pump that band, dude, because Ontogeny, Anomalous, you know, shout out yeah. Max to those guys. They're they're creating some great stuff and they always are consistent with their shit, dude. And I love that. And back when me, even me and uh, Robin were touring, there's a ton of pictures of me on tour back then. Just Ontogeny was like the only shirt I would wear. It was like this gross. <laughs> I was like, I need to, I need to back them. I need to fucking like show them because I remember just jam- or watching him well, jam in front of me and like, like geez, like blown away. You it know? goes back to Pillars when he was. It was like we knew him from Anomalous first, and then he's like, hey, check out this other thing that I'm doing, Ontogeny, and I still have that physical copy. It's one of those cherished gems that I, I I treat just as meticulous as all the other ones that are like worth money right now. Like Pillars needs to be. I, I'm not. I don't want to scratch that CD. It's just one of those things that I gotta have preserved in my collection. You know. I'm jealous and, that you kept so many of those old albums in good shape. Right. Yeah. yeah and that's something <laughs> I want. You know? I I know. I I just like yeah. I took that that collector mentality came at a very young age. You know, because I just like loved music coins. and I loved art so much. And yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you put it into the coin thing right now. It's the same excitement that I get from yeah, that. Yeah. It was what yeah, I was I getting tell. from the 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 music and the art and the books and the films and that's all. I when I die, everybody's gonna be like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like I have to sell off all this shit, like. How many copies of David Lynch fucking movies do you need? Why did you need it in DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K or whatever? You know, it's like, I just needed to have it all, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same thing. It's kind of like a the coin kind of looks like a CD in a case. It's <laughs> yeah, like, it's like a mini version. It's, it's, it's a, a circle CD with that, a square thing around it. It's a CD it's like... that I could put in my pocket, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, your, and your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> One of the three photos that I have. <laughs> But anyway, so Ro- take yeah, it away yeah. from me. No, so uh, Robin, so you got that, that kit and stuff. So you started. So you started. You're working on like Van Morrison, Beatles, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. Did you, when did you start? Did you start jamming with people like soon after? Um. I well, all my brothers and sisters played the instrument. I remember one rare occasion where, like, my sister played bass, brother played violin, and all that stuff, and they all sort of came down and we jammed for a bit and. They were like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I was just having the best time ever jamming, like playing with other people for the first time. Um, and then they were like, you know, after 20 minutes, they're like, yeah, okay, we're done. See ya. And I was just like, no, just keep going, keep going all day. Yeah. Um, you know, so it was that I knew something was, you know, up there. And I was like, oh, wow, that's the most fun I've had ever. Um, so, it was, you know, doing that sort of stuff. And then another thing I noticed, or, realized recently thinking back to that time was so i was like 12 11 12 and i was listening to albums and i was listening to actual sounds on the albums like oh wow i really like that snare drum sound on this van morrison track or i really like how the cymbals sound on this beatles track and things like that and so i guess i was listening really critically back then uh without even realizing i was doing it instead of going, this is nice music, you know, I was picking stuff out and then I'd go and try and tune my snare drum to, 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 you know, mimic the sound of that Van Morrison track or whatever. 
So I guess, uh, yeah, I was a lot more involved than I realized back then. Right. Um, you know, listening to the stuff. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we moved from the farm out to the bush uh, around 2000 and um, met some local people around here and jumped in like a psychedelic punk band nice. <laughs> uh, called, what was it called? Frog Hollow or something like that. And I remember Sounds it was about my, right. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> first ever experience playing loud music was I was went to this dude's garage and he was just like, Hey on. <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> and he had these wasp, I don't know if you know uh wasp amps, they're Australian. They're like mm-hmm. huge things. Like and he had just mm-hmm. had a wall of them in the back of his garage. And he just goes, turns them all on. Same thing you were saying before, Joel, everything up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just goes clang and I nearly fell off my drum throat. It was so loud. And I was just like, this is live music? Yeah. What? What? Oh, man. I remember looking at my snare and hitting it and not being able to hear the snare and just like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so, because this dude was older and stuff and, you know. Yeah the 70s or whatever and stuff so that was a um trial by fire for sure i remember taking up going to this audition and taking one pair of sticks and i snapped one of the sticks in like five minutes because i couldn't hear it It was like the first stick i'd ever broken i'm just like this is crazy this is absolutely not what i was expecting mm-hmm. so right so i did that sort of stuff um for a few years just playing locally so that would have been like 2001 i think my first ever gig with a band was 2001 which is a while ago now if you think about it right so you're probably what 16 15 yeah 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 15 Mm -hmm. 16 um yeah and it's it's funny because on instagram and social media now people are like oh who's this new guy popping up and i'm like i'll be doing this forever (laughs) (laughs) i know just because you found me last week, I haven't just been like, right. I haven't just popped up. So. But it's the same with everyone, I think. Great. You know? um, right. So doing that was awesome. And then, oh, but best story, all right. So in, in Australia, we have uh, we used to have a late night uh, radio program called Three Hours Power. And people could request shit. And I used to record it on tape because it was just all metal stuff, you know, and they'd play Pantera and all the usual shit. But then right at the end of the night at like two in the morning, they'd throw in a few like super heavy stuff. And um, I was lying in bed listening to it and somebody requested um, Blood Churn by Suffocation. Mm. And and I it started and I was like literally scared. I had to go mm-hmm. and turn the light on <laughs> in my room because I'm like... <laughs> what is this it was and I, was, and I was like check the cassette i'm like please make sure we've recorded this please make sure i didn't run out of tape for this and mm-hmm. i listened to that song like you know when you listen to a song so much you've got no idea what the lyrics are but you've listened to it so much you just have your own lyrics that you think they're mm-hmm. saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, and then definitely. you actually read the lyrics years later and you're like oh that's not what frank was saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it was that point, like I'd memorized my own lyrics to this song because I just listened to it so much. And I was like, what is that drummer doing? Because that's Dave, Dave Colross on that album, isn't it? On uh, sure. the Despise the Sun EP? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, what uh, amazing. So that was, that. wait, 
I'm confused. This, this, are we fast forwarding here? The, that was your so first this is about intro to early, extreme music? Early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Early that was 2000s. Your first intro to extreme metal. Yep. So, you know, wow. everyone else is this. Slipknot and Mudvayne. You and hit all those the fucking things. lottery right there, bro. That was like the best yeah. fucking EP you could find. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some random dude requested it at two in the morning on this radio station i was just wow what so good so you know i obviously yeah i did the i used to really like mudvayne like hell yeah thing their first album still to this day that is a ld50 will always be i've already cited it probably in a recent episode but that album will always yeah be dear to me yeah absolutely like a bunch of good musicians doing cool shit yeah that bass player is Um, phenomenal dude what's yeah and and the drummer is just like just basic stuff like flipping the beat around you know putting the kick mm-hmm. on the snare and vice versa yeah that and rhythm just section like, what so that's good. what i'm saying so, so i think that like it's like the rhythms i, I don't want to go on a tangent on this but the rhythm section is very important to me now yeah. and it wasn't as it i didn't realize it was as important to me back then because i'd yeah. always be listening to vocals guitar and obviously a little bit of drums but i would never be paying attention to bass really but yeah, Mudvayne also like the way that that album is mixed. It's right in your face. Yeah, like, you can't yeah. get away from the bass on that album. No. And, and, and the, like organic drum sound on it too. Like you know, yeah. it sounds natural. And then I remember listening to it and going, "What is that sound? That wow, wow." <laughs> and then you know, after a while, you're like, "Oh, that's the bass!" Like, holy shit, he's doing yeah. all that stuff. That's oh like, yeah, has some sound to it. You're like, "Oh, I get it now." Joel, so you met good. him. What's his name? I can't remember the baseball's name. Yeah, Ryan something. Ryan, Ryan Martini. Yeah. That's his name. There's for a sure. there's a yeah. other like jazz fusion thing that he had been doing once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Him and Nick Nick Shangelis. Nick Shangelis from uh Cephala Carnage and him were like jamming oh, really? around or do something. Yeah, they were doing Dude, something. I forget. He really uh, opens up in that project, and you really get to see the full spectrum of that dude. What was it? Is it soften the glare he was doing as well? Some proggy thing as well i think i think that i think that i was might seeing be the one that i'm thinking of yeah Robin. i think, I think might what be robin's saying is the one that i'm thinking of soft yeah yeah there. yeah no no but it's yeah, that one where I, he's like it's him just doing the kind of prog kind of slappy shit funky shit right yeah 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 i think yeah, so. yeah. but he yeah. seems like a really nice person i don't know but like i've always liked his he's playing, tiny but... that's one thing oh, I really? think <laughs> <laughs> I know. he's adorable bless him because like, <laughs> in those video and you know in the in the dig video you wouldn't yeah. think of him as like a short man. I know, he's, he's ripped like, as fuck and he's got, yeah. like, he's all, he's got that little well, the dick yeah. video. It, imagine who actually was shooting that video is laying on the ground. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, Just everybody he, he, playing this, over him. No, he yeah. came in. He was super cool. Like he came in. I was working at uh, Circuit City quick. We've told him yeah. many times. but And he just walked in and I was playing metal and he's just all... You like metal, huh? And I was like, yeah. And he had a he had a leather jacket with mud vein on the back that was all handmade. Oh wow! And I was like, okay, this guy's into mud vein a lot. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's kind of gnarly to make a leather jacket over it, but uh, that bad <laughs> it's kind of it's gnarly. Moved to, on. I love that statement, dude. It's kind of gnarly to make a leather jacket over it. It's like one time in Sacramento, I saw a guy that had was like a Nickelback fanboy. He was in his car. Both of his brake lights had Nickelback brake. Like when you braked, it would just Nickelback would light up. He had Nickelback on the on the middle, like where his brake light on the back would light up. So just like Nickelback, Nickelback. It was like it's the first only Nickelback, dude. I know. And I was. Yeah, it was in Sacramento. I remember we were just like we drove by him, and I was I gave him the thumbs. 
uh, I didn't do this. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. But <laughs> you always put the thumb out. <laughs> no, he did. Because <laughs> you know he does that at shows. He's like, fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> thumb out. <laughs> thumb out, dude. You gotta thumb out him, dude. Thumb yeah, out. yeah. You gotta thumb out. <laughs> But yeah, there's, I mean, I thought he was one of those guys. He was, you know, when I was a kid, I was, you know, I got a super fan of a corn and I was like, had like a little yeah. shrine in my room of like only corn stuff. And I was like, saw a grown adult with just like mud vein custom leather jacket. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And then he's all, I'm always all, you gonna be animal? Yeah. And I told him about ODS at the time. And then like, um, I was like, you gonna be animal? Like, He's all, yeah. Like, What's your band? He's all, Mud Band. And I was like, oh, you're like, bass player. Yeah. yeah. He just does like a spin, like a 360. Yeah. He just does a spin. Oh, that would be fucking amazing if he did like a, like a MJ uh, twirl real quick and just turned around real fast. He like points like, at the back and spins. Then he's like, he points, <laughs> he points, he points only yeah. while his back's too. He just turns. He goes like, yeah. Damn. Like, 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 no, he was super cool. I, I actually just because we had just signed with Unique Leader, I think, at the time, and I was like. I was just trying to be like, dude, so you're signed to a big label. Like, what's it like? What do they do? He's all yeah. he's trying to tell me the ins and outs of like, well, they give us 25,000 each. And when we sign and it's all recoupable and blah, he's just telling me like, he gave me all, a lot of information and stuff. And I was like, damn, you guys. This was pre made, you know. follow up from LD50 when you met him, right? Or was it after that? This was like 2006 or seven. So or I don't know. Second it had like the you. end of all things. Yeah. So they straight like up that. just sold out after LD50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking sell. I mean, That's when they took that $25,000. On next one too. Yeah. There's some pretty tech stuff on that next one, but after that, they, yeah. in my opinion, yeah. I they lost that essence that I, yeah, I, I, mean, I was I res- so excited. I respect them for whatever they did after that. You know, you do your thing, yeah. but the essence that I've, Felt from LD50. The craziness in LD50 yeah. was, yeah, they they really didn't do that again. I'm pretty sure. You but know, I mean, so. uh, to still have one album that could have people talking yeah. about it, like you know, we talk about. All, I know we're doing a long new metal thing for anybody who doesn't fucking like the new metal shit. You do sorry, it guys. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I can't believe I went. I can't believe you guys are still talking about it. I was just going. <laughs> Yeah, you right on your bike quite a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, we'll stop. Okay. Do you think real quick, I mean, now that we said that, not nothing to do with new metal, but anything in general. So, I mean, new metal is a good example because that was a huge genre. Death metal's never yeah. been that big. But like uh as far as like a band, you said they're like when people go like, oh, their their earlier stuff's their best stuff. I feel like once it becomes like a chore to do an album for a band, that they that's when they kind of go down rather than like their true want to be like oh we, this is gonna blow up this is gonna be yeah. sick like but when it becomes like oh they paid us we have to, oh they're telling us we gotta get done now it's like yeah it just yeah. seems like they it just like a lot of bands i think the reason why people say that a lot is based on a lot of truth there's bands that come out with newer stuff that people will just still go like no old fuck the, you know what i mean but there's also yeah. like like there's bands that just feel like they're kind of pushed or they're like oh whatever dude we're fucking rich now or no, you know semi-rich yeah, and yeah, like yeah, yeah it's just fucking it's just party and then we'll write an album i don't fucking know yeah, you know they what I mean? lose that hunger like, and stuff the end of contract yeah, albums ex- and stuff exactly yeah everyone can see through that because mm-hmm. you know people unanimously agree this was yeah. good this was good they lost it here this is garbage like you can't yeah yeah all over people's eyes like that but then when people when people like i think there's a lot of bands that do a little comeback because they're like this is good. This is good. This is garbage. This is garbage. And the people are like, they're garbage now. And they're like, we're not garbage. We're going to come back and show them what's in that kind of gives that drive back a little bit. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I can see that, you know, just kind of like the, the human drive factor rather than like, we've made it and fuck it. 
you know like yeah yeah so those yeah it's those bands that just do that endless cycle of album tour album tour yeah like you know they've got a shelf life before it's just like ah well (laughs) you know Metallica will do an album and like there's like a song like that's you know bless their heart that's good I like that you know it's I like what they're doing but it's like like, compared to like Call of Cthulhu or something like songs that they've done before and you're like all right you guys spent like 19 minutes on this so yeah I think it's I think it's cool when big bands like that though have like a cool attitude about it like they're like yeah the new stuff and if you don't like if you tear it apart or don't like it they're like yeah we tried or like whatever it's like perfect example you know yeah 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 Uh, dude you know, I mean, like for doing that shit. One band that I hate to say that okay, so like take like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Like I got mm-hmm. I use those in examples too. And like I feel like Judas Priest, like Firepower, or whatever, like a recent kind of recent one that came out, like was like pretty good, you know, like I was like, wow, that's actually pretty decent, or like uh sure. certain bands that I'm like like I thought the Black Sabbath 13 album was actually there's some songs on there that are actually pretty rad. But mm-hmm. like um, and I was impressed they could do that at this day, but one band, and as much as I love this band, I feel like that they're a little weird about them as Iron Maiden, dude. Like, they're, I don't know if you've seen all the, and I, I'm a gigantic Iron Maiden fan, but like, totally. With the new stuff, they're very like pushy. Like, it's like, we don't want to do all the old songs. Like, we got to always do new, or like, we want people to like oh, them. It's really? like, well, then yeah. write a sick new Rush album. Rush did that. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write a sick new Hippo. album. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, I've tried so many times, all the new, it's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping, but dude, the new yeah. maiden is not. Like, the bar is pretty high with them. Get, yeah, Sorry. the older you get, the more jaded that everyone is. Anyway, yeah. you know, like my favorite bands from young. I'm like, everyone's saying their latest album is great, and I'll listen to it. I'm like, yeah, it is great, but I'm not excited about it. Like, yeah, yeah. So, just you know, like, this is my only is, only time I'm gonna listen to it. This is like the first only first and last time yeah. I listen to it. But but yeah. it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, they did all right. Good on them. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just how it is. Hmm. Yeah. Know, all right rough. so back on you robin yes i know i'm not i'm gonna use it just as a reference point i'm not bringing yes. it up again guys mud vein ld50 was a thing and then you moved on from that uh you know yeah that was a stepping stone that was like a key moment that was you. it, it was so and then area. i remember going over to a friend's place and they had lime wire do you remember lime wire oh yeah downloading oh, yeah. shit yeah. Uh, you just download viruses and then maybe you download the song <laughs> if you were lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember going on there and seeing on some forum or something about this band, Hate Eternal. So this is like mm. 2003, 2002. Yeah. And downloaded, uh, what was it? Catacombs off, off their first album. Or mm-hmm. Conquering the Conquering Throne. Throne. Yeah, yeah, Conquering yeah. the Throne. Conquering the Throne. Yeah, downloaded Catacombs. Yeah, yeah. And the same, the yeah. same thing, just listening to it over and over and being blown away and just yeah. having no idea what the drummer was doing but it was the most intense sounding thing i'd ever heard and you know just getting chills every time you listen to it. and still to this right. day when that song comes on i'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Totally. It it's just like so good that's that him young uh, in yeah. a very yeah. high spot in our minds yeah still yeah, to exactly. this day you know he was a child we talked you know he was, he was like 18 17 when he did that right wasn't he super yeah, young well, uh, he was on he did the demo your podcast i was listening to. okay he was yeah. On. okay yeah, okay he was on yeah yeah he was yeah, Dude, yeah. by he was the way about... sorry yeah he was <laughs> about... uh, i was gonna say real quick by the way yeah 
So, so the demo they recorded for that was like either 96, 97 or something 97? Like yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a song in there, Messiah of Rage, that like, I think is a sick ass song. And I don't, I don't, never it heard it. It like, the album, huh? I don't know why. It's like, it's just super badass, dude. Like, yeah. you check that out. It's on YouTube. Ooh, so. I'm, I'm I have to check that, that out again. I, I downloaded yeah. it years ago because it's impossible to find physical copies of that. Conquering the Throne is still one of the best. Oh, written, man. I think. Yeah. It's it's just like a warm blanket. <laughs> yeah, like, a warm blanket. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, everybody, everybody has and then it's and then Doug Sarito tucks you in. It's like Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're like, what? You're like, this is the best album. Yeah. 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 Spiritual is, Holocaust. I before yeah. even knowing that like this, you know, parts of those songs were written during his time in Suffo, really, right? Like is there's that, a few the, songs the that Doug wrote. Spiritual Holocaust that album, is definitely one yeah. that you when you listen to it, it's like yeah. oh yeah, dude. For sure yeah. this could just be a Suffo song, just put Frank on vocals and it's a fucking Suffo song. It's Catacombs the same, I think. Yeah, Cat yeah. just that that choppy low end riff. He's like, did it and don't did it and don't it's like yes. Ah, yeah, Classic. I love it totally. so much, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Is really he still cool. doing anything? Does, you, no, does anyone know? Or I, don't know. Do I haven't heard of anything. I mean, he might have something that he's doing, you know. I yeah. I, I would think that somebody like Tim Young is at least still playing constantly in some fashion, you know. I yeah, don't know what he's yeah. up to, but it, it, with the I am morbid thing, I don't, it's not him, right? No, no, I thought you were talking about Sarita. Oh, yeah, sorry, I thought we were yeah, talking Cerita. about Sarita. Yeah, Sarita. my bad, dude. Well, we try to get Sarita on a couple times. We that's like our oh, okay. one of our main yeah, things we that we want to get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. We're probably gonna keep, we're probably just anybody, gonna keep trying. Anybody <laughs> listening, <laughs> uh, anybody listening who might have a little lead on that for us, please. No, I, 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 we yeah. what's our, what's our yeah, email, no, Joseph? Excellent. Uh, get him on there. Just yeah. podcast at gmail.com works. I think. Boom. There yeah, awesome. If we get a phone yeah, call was... with him, I'm down. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. Just a phone I, call. Yeah. Just yeah, come on. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay, bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know. He's got like a, yeah, he's got probably a thick New York accent, right? You know, from that area. Probably, I don't even know what he yeah. sounds like. I don't, know yeah. I don't even know. That's talk. a good excuse to get him on for sure. Look, we don't <laughs> I know. know, what I know. Sound like. We just it's wanted to hear what you sounded like. As a person, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally, just the sound of your voice, dude. All right, it was good having you, dude. Later. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, so good. But yeah, those early Suffo albums, Pierce from oh, yeah. and stuff. It's just forever, like, forever. Yeah, oh, yeah forever, amazing, dude. amazing. So yeah, so yeah, then I was. Off down, but the thing is, being in Australia and before streaming and stuff like that, if you wanted to get an album or a CD, and you used to have to go to the like chain uh, store, Sanity it was called in Australia, and you'd go in there to like my tiny country town, and they'd be like, "Oh, I'd like to order a Cryptopsy album," and they'd be like, "How do you spell that?" <laughs> <You're> like, <"Yeah." laughs> and then they'd be like. No, we don't have it on the system. I'm like, oh, can you order it in? And then they just like type some shit. They'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Okay. So like I ordered uh, King of All Kings, Hey Eternal album. <clears throat> nice. And it cost me like, this wasn't long after it was out. I think it cost me $50 
back in 2002 or something and it took wow. six months to get here <laughs> i have to go in like every week to this fucking sanity That's store crazy. and be like is my album in yet and they'd be like no robin <laughs> they knew me by my name yeah. by then. i'd just be like hi is it in yet? and and here so we are guys on this episode saying oh dude kids these days they can get whatever they want and i'm just, we had access to amoeba and rasputin and all tower records and robin's over yeah. here having to fucking order shit that isn't even in the system over there no yeah, I've spent three times months. as much wait six months yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly sometimes that's almost that's that's literally like a that's equivalent to the like i used to have to walk barefoot to school <laughs> <Yeah. in the laughs> <snow. laughs> that's like the same thing that's crazy yeah. man yeah damn so yeah, then it was just off into the deep end with all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. And then I remember sitting down at the drums trying to play my first blast beat and trying it and trying it, spending a day on it. And then I'm just like, maybe I'll just be a drummer that doesn't play blast beats because this is really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, why, like, why, play just... bass, why play blast beats when you can play blast blancs, dude? Well, exactly. <laughs> blast, I fucked it up. Blast blancs. <laughs> I said blast blancs. Oh my god! So you, you were off. You were off blasts for a little bit there. Uh for about a day, and then the next day I went behind the kit. And I'm like, obviously, I just need to keep doing this. And then like learning Fear Factory kick patterns, mm -hmm. demanufacturing yeah. stuff. Oh, I could totally. only do could only do those kick patterns if I rode like. 10Ks to work at the vineyard and then rode all the way back. And then my legs yeah. were like warmed up on the bike ride and I Get could sit down and play yeah. like the manufacturing stuff. I'm just like, I can only do it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So even then, I was like, there's. I have what muscles work get me. worked out the most with those types of drumming? The. Brr, 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 well, calves, calves. And, it, yeah, yeah, it sort of changes with the tempos and stuff. But for that sort of stuff, I remember it was all calves and, and ankles and stuff like that so i used yeah. to ride my bike only with my toes on the pedal so i had to work harder <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. make all my ankle muscles work and shit um and then yeah i was like i'm just going to build it up build it up that way and stuff so smart move yeah i think back then it was the only thing i was smart about <laughs> everything else is a complete fucking mess but like bike calisthenics in general like it always feels so good on your legs to ride a bike and it was so helpful yeah. for warming up for drums exactly i remember that yeah so. yeah yeah exactly and you figured out what you needed to build on and what what muscles were important and stuff like that so mm -hmm. but you know you just you just sit there and you put on like um nile cds and stuff and, and you try and play along and you just realize how far behind you were on on you know all that sort of stuff and how much work was involved to try and you know get to that point you're just like oh man yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. It, was, it was like really real eye-opening sort of thing to knuckle down and and there's that thing when you first start playing fast drums so many drummers do this they don't like they train their limbs but they your ears take as long to train as your limbs do. So people think they're playing way faster than they are or think they're way better than they are because they literally can't hear what they're doing. Like their ear, your, your ears have to be able to adjust and adapt to all these stupid fast tempos. Mm -hmm. um, that's why when people go in the studio for the first time and they think they're shit hot and then 
hear back, you know, listen back to the tracks and you can hear yourself clearly and you're like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm not that good after all. Um, and that <laughs> that happened to me like hard the first time I went into the studio. It was just like, oh, that's that's what I sound like. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. So um, it was always that that drive to, you know, keep improving and improving and stuff. And then, of course, in about 2006, meeting Dave Haley and seeing him play, 2005, 2006, because um, I offered to go and help play drums in the Amenta, and that was Dave Haley's other band. But he was often, you know, on tour with Psychroptic and stuff. And um, I just was like... I was I wasn't like trying to take his job. I just was hungry for any opportunity I mm -hmm. could get. For sure. Especially especially growing up, you know, in a country town and stuff. It was just like, oh, there is nothing here. No one knows what this sort of music is. But you know, so I went up and tried out for them and stuff and thinking you, you know, oh yeah, pretty good, pretty decent. I've done a lot of practice, you know, pulling the songs off okay. And then Dave was there at the same time and because uh, he jumped on the kit to rehearse the songs as well. And then sitting behind him and just being like, oh, right, so that's how drums are meant to be played. <laughs> it was <laughs> such sure. an eye-opening thing because, um, you know, you guys all love Psychroptic and stuff and the, the first yeah, album yeah, and dude. stuff. Like, they were light years ahead. It was the same with, like, the Decapitated thing. It was just, like, a, just another league of mm -hmm. playing going on there. Just that mm -hmm. weird brothers thing, you know, just like locking in, just like, wow, okay. So that's that's the new standard and stuff. They're going uh, on tour with Decrepit Birth now. In yeah, speaking America. of which. Oh, cool. I, oh, remember, uh, I remember when we met Matt before I was in Decrepit and uh, we recorded the first Odious album in uh, mm. 2004. And we met him and it was like March 2004. And he was like, there's two bands that you guys need to hear that you've never heard of that like, or we hadn't really heard of them. And he was like, they're going to change everything. They're like the most insane. One was Necrophages. He like showed us. He'd never heard of ha. it, you know? Yeah. It's like, here's Putrification or whatever. Or, on, or what is it? Onset, Onset of Putrification. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then he was like, and then Scepter of the Ancients was the other one too. <laughs> and we just heard it. We were just like, how is that drum doing that? Like, what? That's Those feet, great. Dude, like, too. Yeah, and the one thing about like Scepter of the Ancients too is like you yeah. can tell there's like there's a human in there. It's like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like mis little mistakes if you want to get nerdy about it, but they're not mistakes. Yep. It's like I it makes they're it my real. Favorite. Makes, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, totally. I yeah. want mistakes in albums, man. That's the best. And, and being too. exposed to the unique leader like roster at that time too. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you got your uh deeds of flesh you got your pyemia you got your spawn of possession and then all of a sudden or decrepit birth brutus all these different things that were going on right there and then all of a sudden this one standout thing they every aspect of that band stood out to me aside from every other band on the unique leader roster and it was like the best versions of those people putting um something really unique out on this california based record label from across the planet you know mm. but like chalky on vocals like still to this day i mean why isn't that man being talked about more <laughs> to me i think i mean i know we we got like a travis ryan style 
which he he definitely gets his flowers for how unique his style is on all the cattle shit but i'm like chalky was over there so different than anything that i had ever heard still to this day like i can't really find somebody who had that like those those like old man vocals that he had like the kind of like <laughs> yeah like and as you're talking about old man, I, don't, I would, I, I would, I would, I would uncomfortably laugh when I first heard him because he, he would do things like he's all eh, 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 <laughs> do things yeah. like that, and I just, and I'll just be like with my friends going like, <laughs> what? Like, I it's kind of, it's kind of like, albums, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like Lord Worm. It's like Lord Worm just going like, he's all wait, 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 you know. But it's like it's legend, it's legendary because when it came out, no one had been doing that. But like I remember, like we used to have like a, a like me and Derek Ridquist had like in our jam room had like a huge like Lord Worm like poster just with the skull in his, and we just like would not walk in and we just like kind of start laughing every time we saw it because we were like he's sick he's sick but it's it's funny dude. I don't know. It's crazy, <laughs> yeah. I remember buying um Mayhem's the mysterious Dom Satana's uh-huh. album and putting it on and being so excited. And then the vocals started, and I just like slowly turning the volume down in case anyone else heard. <laughs> I love that album now, but yeah, it's yeah. such a shock. You're like, this was not what I was expecting. Yeah. Just like, yeah, some albums like that, you just like they just take you by surprise. So yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's like you're down, but like yeah. you don't want to like you don't want to explain to other people why you're down. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's other people in the house, and they're just like, what is going on it's funny it's like, how well, like, it's an extreme metal and like yeah. i don't know like these are the more extreme yeah, ones no way to explain it's a form it of dude. expression it's fine yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like <laughs> it's funny how the vocals over extreme death metal music like are the thing that's like the most crazy to people you know and like the music yeah. already like you could show them with, like no vocals on it they're just like whoa that's pretty nuts but like once the vocals come in they're just like like the average person out. Flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, recently nope, like don't understand it he was doing like a test vocal track like and he like sent sent it to me and i was like hanging with my girlfriend and like she's heard death metal like the first two bands i showed her were uh hate beak and canine it's like you like animals right so <laughs> but uh she doesn't really get the like death metal thing you know and she laughs but she's she's down and stuff you know yeah but um i uh i was like sitting and i just like i'm like standing in the living room and we're like working on something or whatever and she's and i just like and i the, the, like the, it was just an isolated vocal track of Anthony like growling like crazy. <laughs> it just comes at full volume on my out phone. of context. Just, uh, yeah, we're like in the middle of, a, of a, like a, a work day. We were just like <laughs> met in the hallway. Hey, how's it going? And it was just like, and I just started laughing out loud. I was like, oh, like turning it down. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, good to know your audience. It's so it's funny. Yeah, every it's couple alien. of years, though. Yeah. Every couple of years, someone comes along and does that. So it's like you're saying Travis Ryan, you know, went and did something unique, and everyone's like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And then what's the um, Lorna Shore guy? Dude with the pink. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like yeah, he's yeah, all the yeah, rage yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. You're doing all yeah, that yeah. stuff. It just seems to happen. Like every now and then, something pops up and someone. Does I'll say Ryanair Land for Men's probably the most unique vocalist in the oh, game. From what band? Still, uh, Bethlehem guy. Pavor from Bethlehem. <laughs> Dude, yeah, the Bethlehem vocals with him on it are probably like the craziest rats thing. And they're like the those actually. I, his... I will. They scare me. They're like scary. Yeah, I'm like scared because they're like because they're like. It sounds like someone dying. Like, <laughs> 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 and they're like their I mean, album covers like them all like shooting heroin. What he's going for, dude. Uh, you know? I'm like, yeah, I'm just yeah, like, okay, they shoot heroin. 
I like mean, they're de- fucking dead. dead from <laughs> mayhem. He he wanted to sound dead, dude. And there's certain yeah, exactly. He's just like, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like, he did a good yeah, job coming from his uh, dad's like seven story mansion because he was a rich. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's that that rumor of uh, was it Skinny Puppy, the singer from Skinny Puppy, was recording vocals, and you can hear him having an overdose on heroin on Whoa. the vocal track or some shit really? like that. And just like oh, Jesus, that's, heavy. that's more that's more black metal than anything uh, I've ever heard. That's, yeah, exactly. that's some dark shit that makes me really want to hear it. You know, like, I know. I'm like, I, I need crazy. to Google this and find out what it was and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it could just be like his. It's like those weird videos of like people like doing like meditation or like they're doing like a they're perform or not performing, but they're doing a talk and then they just die at the podium while they're talking. Oh, ever, or, or there was like a dude who was like doing like a spiritual thing and then he's just sitting there and you just see him just die. Go a bit too spiritual. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah. He had a heart attack in front of everybody, and it's just like on YouTube, you know. It's uh. <laughs> you know what, man? I I don't feel Speaking sorry of for YouTube. Is... We do these. Uh, we put these episodes on YouTube nice. the next day on Friday. <laughs> YouTube.com. Have you guys ever yeah. been there? It's YouTube. <laughs> y o u t u b e dot org. One word. Yeah. Www. Well, it's like watching the dirt and stuff like that with Mont Crew. grind. What do you say? YouTube.com. Oh, YouTube. He was one of the first people. Yeah, oh, one yeah, of the first yeah, hundred dude. people at YouTube or something. Oh, yeah. Dude. But um, what's it called? Like people going like, oh, you know, like Motley Crue, they had it so rough. I'm like, no, they didn't. They got like the highest that you'll have. They'll feel better than you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> they had sex with like a thousand people. Like, yeah. oh, like, oh, like, like, I don't like when I hear like, oh, they had a disease. Like, oh, that sounds like a fucking not a bad one. There's no. <laughs> what is it? What is the the staying in nature? There's no free lunch or whatever. You know, it's like they they're gonna yeah. burn the candle at both ends. Eventually, it's gonna fucking catch up with them. You know. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. They, they had their fun, dude. I mean, that's that's what you get. It's like more fun than yeah. like most humans. I mean, I mean, yeah. there's, you know. It's still it's they have a lot of by... other people's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they still maybe a lot of people really want to have that life though, cool. dude, and not have that. You just jump into one of those crazy suicide pods, right? When you think that shit's getting crazy at like sixty, you know, like where you start to feel Go arthritis. The arthritis come in, blood pressure med- yeah. medication, all that shit. You're like, all right, now all the shit that I'm gonna deal with because of that party life that i've had for so you long. anthony yeah. bourdain it basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> how many divorces I, do you think Molly cruz caused probably like, like 16 i would guess it was like a hell of an over under yeah. probably more during the reunion tours than the original oh, tours. that's because <laughs> there's probably there's probably now. Probably women that have been with their dudes at the new Motley Crue shows, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, I fucked blah, blah. and they're like, "What?" Yeah, they <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it was in 1987, though, babe. Yeah, it yeah. Was, he was so nice. He was sweet, the and then I went to about it all night. Like, <laughs> then I went to Tommy and went to his room, and then it was not yeah. that big of a deal. And it's like I just jumped around. <laughs> She's like, "Just enjoy the band," and he's just like, <laughs> "Yeah," he's like, "Fuck." Oh, oh girls, girls, girls is on. Sick. Yeah, he's all sick. Yeah, he's all girls. It should have been girl, girl, girl for what you were doing then. I'm just kidding. But uh, no, that's yeah, that's that's like one of those crazy lifestyles. I don't when people go like, oh, they're feel sorry for them. They're drug addicts. I'm like, no, nope, not feeling yeah. sorry for them. I can't do it. 
every other drug addict, like, maybe. People have asked me, like, just you know, people who haven't ever done anything with music and stuff, they think, oh, you know, death metal dudes must be fucking crazy and breaking shit and get into fights and drugs so and stuff. And I'm opposite. like, nah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. not like occasional. Yeah, there's some crazy shit that goes. You know down, why? But like, because we have an outlet. <laughs> you gotta yeah exactly night. like you can't be playing death metal stuff and like doing that smash and, until, you know. you know, it's pretty yeah. simple it's pretty i mean i talked to a therapist about it not that i've gone to one but i am but uh i talked to a therapist i was it's like talking about they were, they were like why are you so chill kind of thing and i was like talking about metal and she knew a bunch about metal she's like i know a bunch of people that like people that go to metal like they're the like or go to metal shows or that in, are into metal that's their fucking outlet so they're usually way yeah. chiller mm -hmm. they usually have like they usually they usually love harder that's like she said all these things and these like facts and stuff like that and i was totally, like dude. right because we're getting we don't have to go punch a pillow we don't have to like yeah. yell into like screen have these like techniques for anger release like we get it yeah. when you just put on our headset and just listen to fucking yeah. The bands we love it's like exactly we got it you know i was like grocery shopping last night and it's like you know who likes grocery shopping it's the <laughs> worst and i just was like not nah, headphones on cryptopsy album and then you'll beg max volume before i knew it i'd done all the shopping <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah. this is awesome you just Perfect. in that little world you know you're just like yeah yes, this right. is so good no, and you're even, and you're even like you're you're catching the parts of the album that you you remember and like you're rhythmically yeah. grabbing things in those tempos yeah there's all these memories <laughs> tied to it and stuff and like you know, fucking you know. bananas 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 <laughs> it was like heavy parts that like get your get your you know your hair stands exactly. up and it's like that's exactly. a, that's a release right there you're just like whoa you know yeah, that's like a yeah. pure from your brain release no drugs involved just like no no anything involved just it's purely in your brain and just like yeah you get it. it's I, like love, I love having two ears in so if i Don't, ever were to see somebody have one ear, or possibly so... sorry dude i didn't mean to offend <laughs> you um and just like keep your head down like so nobody wants to talk to you you could just like because yeah. i i i shop sometimes at a place where i might run into somebody from fucking high school you know and then i gotta do that, that conversation <laughs> oh, like, i dodged that we just had our 20 year reunion and shit so it's like i gotta be like what have you been up to for 20 years <laughs> you know like that's a long conversation i'm in here to go get some fucking frozen pizza and some broccoli and get out real quick you know yeah yeah and uh don't want that yeah. So that's a technique though that's a technique in, dude, though that, that keeps people away from but you got to like, think about the technique rhythmically move so you know you're just like listening yeah, to yeah. music so it's just like there's no way don't talk to me here. yeah maybe well i saw someone yesterday <laughs> there's multiple there's two techniques that i know of i saw someone yesterday that i've grown up with and i just didn't wasn't in the mood like it was, I was going to home depot and i like just saw them and they're like we're looking this way and i was like fuck yeah they're looking that way i'm gonna look this way <laughs> and i'm like we're just gonna pass <laughs> And I was like, I just don't want to do it. I'm just, I wasn't in the mood to talk to someone. Yeah. So I was like, did that. That's, that's one you could do. And I was like, it's up to them to be like, Joel, Joel, you know, like to, to, yeah. if they want to like, if they want to do that, then I'll do it. Like, but I don't, you know, I'm just nah. putting it out there. I don't want to do it. Another one is um, just understanding the, uh, that you're kind of in a rush. Just like, mm -hmm. look like you're in a rush. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah. be like, yeah, fuck yeah. What are you up to, man? Hell yeah. That's very cool. Well, fuck yeah. It's good to see it. That's a, it's good to yeah. see you is the best one to like 
just cut it out just be yeah, like yeah. oh Lord, yeah. i'm glad you're doing well man it's great great to see you dude hit me up on instagram or something. <laughs> that's right, right. Yeah. pull out the calculator <laughs> on your phone just start numbers in your calculator <laughs> so yeah. i wish there's a uh, button you can hit there just like in, like start a fake call coming to you like oh yeah, well, yeah. Oh, shit. sorry dude yeah. i gotta yeah basically yeah, just pull yeah, up exactly. your phone and address your little airpod like no one's gonna bother you yeah. No, no, just be no if you have your airpods in, you can just be like, no, 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 one second, one second. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really good to yeah. see you too, man. Like, yeah. You can do that too. Like, yeah. pretend you're already on a call. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. what did you, what else did you need me to get? All right, I'll talk to you later. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or in Australia, just go, oh fuck off, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Australia, I love Australia. They're just like, fuck off, you lovely cunt. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, I love like, like, like I love cunt is so much easily much more easily used over there and it has multiple meanings you know oh, I, love, yeah. I love multiple meaning words you know like i just love yeah, that you and, can use and using cunt thing. for right. so many different things i i know sorry if, if that's offensive word well, it's like that mean people oh, are we're just, talking to dudes it's not, right now it's like there's an offensive meme, word in other someone's countries. like fighting this like giant insect you know, like meanwhile in australia they're like fighting it and it just says cunt like or something <laughs> <laughs> what is that meme i gotta find that no, that's, I love, uh, I love, I love how cunt could just be like the. I mean, for, I don't think for you guys is it really like a, like when you guys are trying to say something nasty to someone, you won't throw a cunt in there, right? Or will you? Uh it's yeah, it, it can be pretty brutal if you use it in the right context. But okay. it can also yeah. be like, this is my best mate. Hey, yeah. you know, love you. Awesome. So it's just, it's just on the, on the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> here it's like here it's like a big deal all the time it's like ooh. yeah yeah yeah, I yeah, yeah. We we're over there like all, yeah. all all those guys were saying it because i never used to say it much when i was younger yeah but all the rest of the band we would you know use it all the time and anyone in america in earshot would just be like what are they really angry or what is going on i just couldn't figure it out yeah the girls <laughs> so, don't yeah. really like that word over here <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's the number one like I, start yeah. a fight world yeah 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 no it's funny so all right now that you're uh i know this is going to take it into a different thing and i'm sure people are listening like let's get back onto his music shit but i want to know because australia is always known for like the crazy insects and animals and shit dude yeah we talked to we talked to dive highly what dive highly how do you dive how do we like you're diving dive Dive yeah dive highly uh, Dive. <laughs> no, they taught. They taught us about that, it. dude. We've talked about it. Yeah. So like you're diving off a diving board. It's yeah. Diving. Like, well, like well, you just. They told us how to. They're like, if you want to speak like in the accent or like just one little tip. They're like, make the A like an I. Like yeah. Dive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, dive oh. highly. Yeah. And you asshole. And I asked them, I was like, what, if, what if dive dives into a pool? And they're like, what do you mean dive dives into a pool? Like, you know, like, dive, dive. <laughs> so, how would you say Anthony yeah. then? I Anthony? Uh, I Anthony. Yeah, how do you, no. I mean, no, that's not, it's, I think it's what's in the middle of the word. You don't like, you don't, if it starts with an A, you don't yeah, drop that I yeah, too yeah, hard, yeah, but it's yeah. in the middle. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah, you gotta give it but... that rawr. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Joseph Kai. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Is that right? Joseph Kai, dude. Joseph K. Okay. No, Kai, Kai. Dave, Dave K. It's all the same A, so it'd be Kai, right? I guess. Probably. So I haven't heard it. Me. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> I haven't right. talked. I haven't had an Australian say my name back to me. So. How do you say Dick? 
the wooden right, structure. Crazy your animals or uh, insects. <laughs> <laughs> Give us one crazy animal or insect encounter that you had in your life, real quick. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I was playing drums, and a black snake started like sliding under the stool in between my legs, and I was like up on the the throne like that. Um, so we, because on the farm there were heaps of snakes, so I was like brown snakes. Yeah, all right. Um, brown, ah, oh, black snakes are okay. Brown snakes were the dangerous ones because mm-hmm. okay. they were aggressive and shit. Um, and then out here, you know, you get uh, Sydney funnel webs, which are the oh, yeah. huge, big, aggressive, black, ugly spiders. Just look at them. You're like, you're going to fuck me up. I don't even yeah. need to know what you are. You're going to fuck me up. But, you know, like I had a friend who's like found one. He was working in a factory somewhere and he, there was one on the floor and it was like, you know, four or five decent paces away from him. And he just threw a little block of wood at it. And it was like instantly pounced. It's just like bang, 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 bang. Like attacking this block of wood. It was just like <laughs> so aggressive. And if that's you, sure, yeah, that's you're dead. Basically. So, like, you know, wait, how big are those? Like, what would you compare it to? Like size? They can, like, they can get like, you know, decent size. Um, but then, yeah, you can get little little fat ones like that but yeah. if, if they look black and glossy and and chunky you, you're in for a bad time but, and then like the thing is there's spiders ever i used to work on a farm out here that grew christmas trees and every year um we'd go and harvest thousands and thousands of these christmas trees and one year um they were like yeah just be careful they're all um there's a huge huge outbreak of redbacks this year redback spiders mm. which have the most like venomous poison in the world and um, they're just living in all the trees um but they're super docile and like you know won't attack you or anything like that so it's just like um this is interesting like yeah you know because we're working at night and like that that farm cured any fear of arachnophobia I ever had because they'd just be crawling all over you. Yeah, you're just like, oh, don't get off, fuck off. And they have, the, they have like, the, they have the fangs to bite yeah, you, yeah, though, right? Yeah, if, if you got bitten by a redback, it'll, it'll fuck you up. I don't so. think it'd be very docile if somebody was cutting down my home. You know, I'd probably fucking want to fuck them up. You know? Yeah. Well, thankfully they're, they're pretty chill, so they yeah. just yeah. Kind of, like curl up into a little ball and hope not to get squashed, but. Yeah, so the thing is, it comes to the territory. It's like me thinking you have bears over there and stuff like that. I'm like, what the fuck? How are you so cool with that? Like, you know, you watch (laughs) videos of them getting in people's cars and that is funny. I've definitely I've camped in plenty of places where I'm like, food has to be stored a different way there because of bears, and I'm just like, oh yeah, dude, it's chill. Let's crack a beer. Let's fucking go. You know, do this, this, and that. We're camping, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been like five feet of a bear once. I like opened my because I was in Yosemite and I opened my door, and there just a bear just walked right by me, and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) It was chilling though. It was just, it was just all like, what up? Like it had no, had no aggression, but it was just like walking through the campsite, and I was like, fifteen. Speaking of spiders, though. Uh, Casey brought it up a little bit. I've only posted it on my Instagram, but oh, yeah. uh, last last week, um, or no, weekend week before, because I missed two last week. Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, uh, who? Oh, the dude from Disruption, singer of Disruption. We were interviewing him, and all of a sudden, I just see a spider, just like just going light speed of this like big wide monitor, and it just like jumps and it goes from one end to the other in like a second. And I'm just like, oh shit! It's like it's probably the, you know it's like this big, 
but it like goes over and runs across and just jumps at my face <laughs> like, <laughs> like right away it's like and i'm not a big sp- like spiders i don't know i've been bitten by them and had to go to the hospital which is probably they're probably like you fucking pussy but um that at the same our, time like it looked very clip, aggressive dude. was it was it like, you were like you were like Oh, there's oh, a spider. spider. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just I just saw it. It just went like it just like fangs up and just jumped at me. Wow. And I was like, oh, Dang, this is a nightmare. Dude. And it's I'm in a dark room and I'm like, it's, it shows me just go like and just click out of the podcast. I'm like, I'm gone yeah, for like yeah. I'm 15 out. minutes I'm to find this thing. I'm out, dude. But I, you yeah. guys were in the middle of a conversation though, and I didn't want to like just like halt it. But um, no, it's all good. I mean, it's it just cool. added to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm such a vicious your, spiders. I asked him about an encounter. You just had a recent one two weeks ago, dude. And now yeah, on the PTSD podcast. From it, dude. <laughs> no, I don't have. It doesn't change my outlook. I mean, if I see him, I usually try to save him. I have a. I, I have a pink tarantula that that hasn't eaten, dude. So it's trip. Hasn't eaten what? Into another you're, fucking you're, weeds, but with spiders, they don't eat all the time, dude. So you could. It's not about just like. You could put a cricket in there every week and it'll just be like, fuck that thing, you know? And like three months later, it'll just be like, all right, I'll eat it. Not with yeah. the same cricket, obviously. You, you got to keep, you can't just let a cricket cruise around the fucking cage. Just but, sacrificing crickets. But it's just weird that like all they need is water for like the longest time, dude. And Oh, I just and, saw your shirt. That's the sickest shirt ever. Venetian snares. Hell yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Dude. Yeah, dude. Guys. I, uh, Absolutely I, I recently lost a bunch of weight so I can get into my uh, smaller shirts again, dude. And this was a, <laughs> this is a shirt that I've had for years, dude. But yeah, so shout good. out to uh, Erland. Uh, Ka- uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's Casperson. In Re- Casperson, he's been in, in uh, the Retromorphosis Project with Casey. Did fucking Igor. He was on Spawn. <laughs> Wow. Tour to vile with us. He it, so basically on that bloodletting tour that uh, deeds decrepit, odious, and vile did. We got to know Erland from being on the road, and at one night he showed me Venetian snares, and it just blew my fucking brain open. You know, yeah. <laughs> and and ever since then, yeah, been a big fan and been rocking this shit. This shit actually the the. The camera probably shows how gray it is because I'm under a, I'm I'm a high definition tonight, guys. This is probably, I don't know. I feel like it, it, Mike's offered this to me to do the show here all the time, dude. I'm like, it's only ten minutes from the shop, dude. You know. Uh, if you well, I'm hey, gonna Mike, go ahead and say I'll you be talking a lot. Yeah, it's a lot it's, better, yeah. It's much easier. It's mm. all set up and nice dude, you got dude cool uh, guitars in the background yeah you got like fifty thousand dollars guitars. look like a musician <laughs> <laughs> anthony you're talking about trying to fit in the small shirts and uh i, I want to bring up some point soon here the you know touring with you guys robin and that's you know what we know you from back in the day but if you remember mm. dan the guitar player and decrepit the time yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah. Odious, yeah dan and yeah. uh dan eggers and he uh used to wear these like really small shirts that he was like cut and just like would look fine yeah. in these small shirts and they just looked like they fit him like totally normal and like one time i went to the beach with him dude and my shirt got all soaked and i was like hey man can i borrow a shirt or something and like put a shirt on and dude looked like a like a like a guy in a baby doll tee with a beer belly dude. <laughs> it was like 
I was like, get this thing off me right now. Like I was like, oh, things worse. Remember, like, no. remember, remember when we squeezed a uh uh girl vial oh vial shirts, yeah, yeah. That was girl. Oh yeah. Dude, that yeah, was at Dan's, Dan's brother's, brother's house. house oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I put on like a youth small or something, and like oh, I so it took like a half hour to get that. off. <laughs> I got the opposite problem. My daughter wants to wear all their metal shirts, and there's none in like her yeah. sizes. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I just have to wear it as a 90. Sorry, gotta, that's the smallest yeah, thing. Yeah. You got to check out Metal Dad merch, dude. Hell oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out yeah. Metal Dad Collective, dude. <laughs> Thanks for baby a, stuff and or a Facebook a young. That I'm oh, here, check this out. I'll be right back with something. Do it. Yeah, that, oh, oh shit. Go put on yeah, dude. Comes back shout naked out, again. Yeah. Shout out Derek McCubbin. <laughs> Shout out Derek McCubbin. Yeah. He's Derek's awesome. That's metal Metal Dad Collective right there. Well, there also too though. There's like I noticed with a lot of like shirts. Like if there's a band I love that's in Europe, I know I have to buy one size bigger for sure. It's gonna be like uh... the sizes are different out there. So it's like I remember one time Theory in Practice, like one of my favorite bands. They released like a random like amount of shirts, and I got an extra large, and I was like, fuck yeah! It was a medium for sure. Like I was like. Yeah. like stuck yeah, in it man. and i was and i get and i get to carry and carry's like i can't fit in that shit with, and it was an extra large so like just knowing that there's like america they're just like dude you guys are you guys are fat xl is different <laughs> <laughs> <Big bones>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you get like there's this one website i ordered some clothes off of too because my fiance showed it to me and it was like it's from china so it's way cheaper but like oh, you get, oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah nice That's oh dude awesome. i was gonna that's crazy. I was gonna wear that. Oh, that you got a little fucking. You're gonna wear that one? Not that sp- that shirt. Not that yeah, size. That, <laughs> that looks like that a kid. Me. This is um supposed to be for Azalea Diego's daughter. <laughs> oh, nice, I just have that's it. Nice. So. Yeah. I mean, in reality, a baby like a onesie for a baby to violently vomit would be perfect because they do violently vomit. <laughs> all yeah, all those do. kids. Oh, um, yeah. Ed's kids, Diego kids, they all are decked out. Like the slam kid, like parents dress their kids up in like TVV Discord shirts, like cephalotropy. <laughs> there is like wow. little kid cephalotropy merch. I swear to God, like it's rad, dude. Crazy. And they're good at it, yeah. And there's actually a, a odious mortem parody shirt. It's like odious boredom or something. Or yeah, boredom. no, it's, it's like I forget what it's, it is. Something to do with not... like boarding your or having like boring your kid to go to sleep or something, something like I that, forget, right? But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, he does yeah. parody style stuff like that. Dude. I love that. It's like the psychoptic like album Observant. Somebody oh, changed it yeah. to Absailing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a spawn of conception. Oh, yeah. Nice. that's awesome that's a fun little thing you know for them to get into yeah, and like it's dude. a niche thing that like people never do so it's like shout out to that guy what's his name again yeah derek mccubbin yeah i think yeah. i'm his last name is mccubbin yeah yeah I'll check it out or mick govin sure. i've remember. seen him at like Either three way. or four shows in la we've talked in person he's a cool guy but oh, yeah, yeah i want to hear i want to hear about the tour that i witnessed that you guys all did 2009 amenta augury yeah oh an augury yeah that's right man one thing we talked about this early but i want to just preface it with uh what we talked about earlier because we were because it always blew my mind i've talked about it on the podcast multiple times also one thing we didn't bring up was there was one time you had the strip the swine flu and you had to do like you had to do both sets (laughs) 
I was throwing up in a plastic bag. Yeah, I remember watching you and like taking care of you and being like, uh, like all worried. (laughs) No, but like, so I mean, that was that was the one thing. But also too, to preface that was that you came out there with Augury or Augury, and you were kind of traveling the same vehicle, right? And the drummer couldn't make it last second. Yeah. Yeah, and they were just like, well, vehicles fucked, everything's fucked. And you're like, well, I'll learn the set. And you learned it in like a day or two, right? Yeah, I had I had a couple of days before we flew out in, like one of the in Australia. <laughs> and um, I remember getting this panic email from Eric explaining everything. So basically, we were sharing a van with Augury, the mentor in Augury. And then Augury's drummer bailed last minute for personal reasons and stuff. And they were like, oh, well, if we don't have a drum, we're out of the tour. And then we would lose our transport for the whole tour. Mm-hmm. It was a seven-week tour. And it was kind of like we were already, you know, it's huge money to get visas and flights and all that sort of shit from Australia to begin with. Um, so it was basically like, oh, sweet. If they don't find a drummer in two days' time, everything we've just done will be gone out the window. So... I remember Eric was like, uh, just wondering if you'd be available. Do you want to learn this stuff of auguries? I'm like, I'd never heard them before. Like their music. Insane, dude. And I was like, oh, oh, how hard could it be? Check it out. And then I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, are you serious? <laughs> like, of all the bands. Yeah, yeah. You serious? Yeah. And it's like, it's not just, and you know, Forrest is such an incredible, unique musician. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I could just follow the bass and the guitars, it'll be fine. No, no, the bass is doing seven different things over the guitars and yep. everything's all over the place. And it was like one odd time signature after another and a tempo changes after another. And I remember like halfway, learning half the set and there was a song called Skyless they wanted to do. Oh, yeah. yeah I know that's and right. I was, I'd learned the first few minutes of it and just fucking panicking. And I emailed the band. I'm like, I can't do this one. Have you got another one? <laughs> Can you send me a slightly easier one? Oh, look, it's buddies. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Inception. I walked into yeah. the wrong door. Uh, so it was just like. Bathroom's right next door. He missed the wrong, the wrong door. <laughs> He's looking for more bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Is he getting more snacks? Dude, that, yeah. I, I, I like got, like, I can relate to that feeling of like not knowing and like having only a day left to like learn a whole set you're yeah. about to play live that sounds oh, so fucking was, scary yeah and the thing is though you'd never heard them before which blows yeah, my mind because no. i remember like i remember you playing it and i was like oh is that I, the first show i was like oh they're drummers the same drummers the evento uh, i like <laughs> i like i was like oh he's fucking killing it no you were killing it. i had no idea and i remember you were like yeah. no i just learned this like a couple days ago i was like what the fuck? Like oh. one of the bands that was like Augury was like, this is this crazy prog death metal death metal band. I cannot wait to see them. And you've learned that in two days. It just blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> fucking stressful. <laughs> and yeah. like we we I remember just going in and yeah, just playing for like 10, 12 hours straight, coming in, having dinner, listening to the tracks while I was having dinner listening to the tracks, then going back out to the studio and just going again and going again and going. There's a certain point where you know what it's like. You're sort of diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're yeah. not actually yeah. getting... But I was like, I can't stop. I just have to keep playing. I don't even care. I just keep playing it even if I'm fucking up. At least if I fuck it up, then I know how to fix it 
you know, and, and keep right. the song going and stuff. And that was before click tracks and backing tracks and stuff. So, you know, if I, if I get hired these days for a band, I'll be like, I'll need click tracks and I'm going to yeah. make an idiot proof by putting two big cowbell bongs before every change. You know, I'll learn the shit, but just in case I have a moment on stage, you've got that backup of bong, bong, change coming. Then it was just yeah. like, what's up, guys? I'll be leading your band. I've never, <laughs> you know, um, I'll be heaps of guitar man. in the monitors and that's the best I can hope for, I guess. So crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there was a point where it fell apart and like we had to stop. No, but I never like saw any. Cause yeah, yeah, I saw you guys every night. Now, but... One of my favorite, like favorite bands. I was so excited to with Augury and yeah. was every night I was like, you were fucking just like the band. Like there was nothing, <laughs> I, there was nothing That's weird awesome. about drums at all. It was just, and then finding out that I think I found that out kind of later in the tour. Just like, wh- yeah, what? I remember what? you coming up <laughs> to me. You're like, did you find that? I'm like, yeah. That's insane, <laughs> dude. And then doing it. So then you're in the middle of the tour. I forget what venue it was. Where was it? Or would you had swine flu and you were sitting there just like sweating and just barfing and drinking water? And we, I think we we were at the border between Canada and the States. So uh, we okay, okay. like right before coming, Prince George. I, I think that... it was just after that. So we might've been coming out of Canada back into the States. Okay. Um, and yeah, just, I remember sitting in at like the customs and it was like, if you have swine flu, you know, um, declare it and go home. And it had all the symptoms in this poster. And I'm like, Yep, done that, done that. Yeah, I've done that twice. I have that. I felt like that yesterday. It was just like, oh, fuck, that's what I've got. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, well, at least you didn't have to pay for a fucking copay at a doctor's office for them to tell you. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's just it. Just fucking I was like, told you. <laughs> but like after that, I remember sitting there and then like that next week, I have zero memory of anything. It was just like survival play the shows you were in like I, I have this a uh, vision of or this memory of you and it's on a like a wooden bench somewhere and it's inside mm. and you're laying there on your, your back on it and you're just like <laughs> covered in sweat i'm just yeah. like and, and, and this is like this is like three o'clock on the day like there's it's yeah. not warm outside it's freezing yeah. outside and you're yeah. just like covered in sweat and i'm like what the fuck he's like oh he's super oh, no. sick like he's super. And I was like, "Well, they, they're gonna miss the sets. Like that's totally fine." And he's like, "No, yeah. he's gonna do them." And I was like, "What?" You might, I think you maybe cut a couple songs, right? You might have couple cut. cut yeah, a couple I think songs. we did a shorter set for the mentor and stuff, just like yeah, five yeah. songs, four or five songs, and then just yeah, all back to the bus and die. So you don't even remember it. doing that. You don't remember even playing. No, no, I like can't remember a shit. And it was just like I remember Eric turning around, just looking <laughs> at me. He's like. Are you gonna die? And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> Let's go. Six. Jesus. Uh, like it's a good way to go, I guess. <laughs> Speaking about you know dying on stage. Yeah. So I was like, oh fuck. But yeah, that was that was a pretty brutal tour. And then like the tour after that or before that in Europe, I remember I was, I was just super unlucky and like we were playing in France and someone brought out this big black stew and it looked really dark and stuff and i'm like well i'm pretty hungry i'll just eat some and then you know you know when you get a stomach bug or something and you wake up randomly in the middle of the night you're like something is you know (laughs) you're like that was me in one of those little coffin bunks in the top of the bus just like 
oh no 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 <laughs> and of course the toilets you can't use the toilets on the bus so it was right. throwing up in in rubbish bags again i think i missed uh. one show in europe um luckily we had like a travel day or something but yeah i just didn't have much luck on those early tours if someone was going to get sick it was going to be me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, so, so if you ever know if you have if you're ever jamming with Robin or Robin's helping you out in a big band or something and he gets sick, it's like the toughest motherfucker ever. So if it's if he's <laughs> sick and he can't play, then there's then shut the fuck up <laughs> and play in the split. Because <laughs> uh, after the shit I saw, I, I've talked about this on like seven episodes. So the, 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 you doing that, it's you and Eric Rutan. I saw Eric Rutan once when we did the Black Dahlia Hate Eternal tour. Yeah. Where I saw him just like, like I remember like I, I was back hit, hanging with him and he took his temperature and it was like 104, 103. And he's sitting yeah. there just covered in sweat and just goes out there and does it. And I'm just like, he's all, he's all, you can't mess these shows, dude. You can't miss these shows. And, just went <laughs> there and, did it. and I was like, and the yeah. same, you have to do drums for two bands. And I'm like, that oh. to me, it was swine. I had swine flu before, like probably a month before that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah in bed i could if i every time i stood up i vomited i was like yeah yeah like, yeah, I, like, exactly. yeah. i'd go piss if i had to go piss i'd stand up and I'd cat like catch vomit while i was pissing like, oh, <laughs> so yeah it was brutal. like disgusting so i don't even know how you did that that's man. yeah i'm not sure i think it was just like uh might as well do something instead of just lying here and feeling like death i'll <laughs> just get up and do yeah, it yeah but yeah, yeah it's that thing of yeah going to let people down um everyone yeah wait. You know, and it's like not just one band, but it was like two bands. That's like half the night gone for everyone. You know, it's just like, oh, fuck. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, got through it eventually. And I haven't really had that sort of issue since. So I think I got it out of my knock system. on Knock on yeah. wood or something, some sort of wood. Yeah, all the other tours, <laughs> I'd be like multivitamins and shit, like pumping them yeah. like weeks before and all the way through the tours and stuff, just try and stay as healthy as possible and, you know, drink way more water than you should and just like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean exactly. i don't drink or smoke and don't party i'm antisocial as fuck anyway so <laughs> um but yeah you just have to really bump up the the self-care when you're doing that sort of shit i guess so i but guess like you say with death metal drums and stuff it's like that's hard enough at home let alone doing it every night and stuff you know you don't watch that shit like neil's dominator doing those dark funeral shows you know mm -hmm insane and they're playing an hour or whatever a night it's just like what the fuck yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah next level human endurance and stuff and right. it's like we played with played with dark funeral once and he he rocks up with one axis pedal and one iron cobra pedal like that's it's like having a thong and a gum boot and then expecting to go and run a marathon you know it's just like <laughs> the most ridiculous <laughs> shit and he's just then killing it, just killing it. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Some wait, people he, are just like, wait, oh, wait, wait. Does he normally do that? Like that's what no, no. Uh, oh, okay. He's like, I think one of his axis pedals had fucked up or something, and he just grabs some random iron cobra uh, pedal on the other bass drum. You know, you you know what it's like. Yeah. Completely different pedals, and he still oh, made it yeah. work. And I'm like, are you crazy? That was a real turn on, like a real like switched on light bulb moment for me. It was like, you have to be able to perform on whatever is thrown at you at any gig yeah. and stuff. So these days I made it for years. I made it a challenge. I was, they were like, oh, what's the back line at the show? And I'm like, I don't want to know. I'll just play whatever's there. 
and I'll make, I'll just do my best to make it work. Um, cause I, you know, you turn up and it'd be one, one kick drum, one Tom, <laughs> two cymbal stands. You're like, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah. make this work. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always think back to that, that Neil's show where he's just like using whatever and just absolutely destroying it. You're like, that is professional there. So, so good. yeah, you guys as Jesus. drummers, how would you handle that situation if you had the two different pedals? Because is, is one's heavier, like one's looser. Thing? Is it like yeah. a tension thing? Yeah, well, one's way heavier and the connection on it is a chain. So it's like smoother and slower. And then the other one is made of like aircraft aluminium and the connection is like aluminium as well. So you move it a tiny bit and it responds straight away. So, mm-hmm. you know, on your left foot, you've got a, a, a Volkswagen Beetle. And the Beetle, axis is and on the right. one, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a Ferrari on your other foot. So it's like trying to figure <laughs> that out would be... Well, so. the way that Anthony can understand it is I was at his auto shop today and <laughs> when he's working on cars, he has the, there's a cat fight behind me, by the way, which is badass. Oh, no, 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 cat see, another camera. It's not an actual fight. Birdie They're just being normal cats. Along? They're just hissing right. you. Know, yeah, but it's cute. But point is that, uh, so I went to Anthony's shop today and he comes out and, and got his full gear on, like clothes, and he wears these like shoe, like boot, like type things they're not full-on boots but not, they're like not, you know uh, heavy duty type deals and then he's around the corner and he's like i gotta get changed so we're gonna go <laughs> to get dinner and he like and he comes back like <laughs> like 10 15 minutes later i was like what are you doing back there but he comes back and he's like total different gear got sandals on like he just walked out <laughs> yeah. got off the plane from this hawaii trip or something yes and so what yeah. he's trying to say anthony is like imagine like keeping one leg with like the boot on the, and boot the other on, leg yeah. with just a ah, sandal yeah, and trying that's to like dude. run like you know, yeah that's why that's I what I have to straight up fucking so. weird as shit dude yeah. <laughs> and then play a dark funeral set there's like maybe 10 people in the world that could pull that off drumming wise you know it's just ridiculous i mean even i mean it's very i wouldn't say i, mean, I would say it's similar i know uh mazzatello he would go between playing a really hard pick and just the loosest acoustic pick you can like and to me that's a humongous difference it's like it's like the loose pick's gonna catch if you're going fast and he he always told me same thing that you said he's just all like i just want to be able to play with any pick that's thrown at me i want to be able to play with any pick i want to know okay i'll I'll tell it's floppy so i'll play a a different style but like he would play these picks that were just like they were just like were like you just touch them with your finger and they'd bend to your thumb. Wow! Like, and you play with those, and then you play with like the hard ones too. And I was like, "How? Do yeah. you, that's like the like I haven't met any guitar player that would would do that, you know." And to I, me, it's I'm the same thing at, as I'm looking at Gilbert right now. He's got like ten picks on the thing. He's got he's probably got <laughs> jazz threes. He has four little black ones, four yeah. different kinds. He's got like yeah. all these different kinds of guitars. Uh, and... tor- when did picks get all pointy Tortex? like this? Yeah. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Kerry King used to play the pointy ones in like the early '90s. Zach yeah, was like showing me one of those today. He's like, he's like, oh, this is totally the pick that everybody uses. Like, da, da, da. and he was like, it was like this, Yeah, was it, it was one. Of, one? No, it was like a one. Oh yeah. 1. Like a, and it was like rounded a little differently. It wasn't like a normal Tortex. It was like a little bit more rounded or something. I don't even know. Do you use um? You still use pick, Joel? Uh, I mean, I play guitar mainly, so I mean, but yeah. yeah, I'm doing for bass. 
it's gonna be mainly pick and tapping. Like I'm not yeah. like I'm not yeah. like a sick tapping uh, I'm not what what's his uh, Ricky I'm not a Ricky avocado. Like I can't <laughs> I can't Ricky the thing out of the I mean um literally no <laughs> <laughs> but no it's uh I mean for me I think yeah I mean it's mostly been yeah I'm just kind of a hack bass player playing a bass but a guitar player playing bass kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And I, I had to kind of once you know I toured with like Evan Brewer and fucking you know like all these like shredding bass player and I'm a Brandon Giffen cynic faceless like i had to be like all right you guys are bass players and they're and they would always be like no dude you're sick you're fucking doing all this we can't do what you're doing well i'm like well i'm a guitar player that's why you can't do it i know i know because my dad was a bass player and i was like you know what i've always wanted to learn and then like odious came around and i was like you know what let's just try this out and then odious was like you're in i'm like fuck all right well uh <laughs> let's uh let's get better at this yeah, real quick but so I, much I, pick shame out there you know well, there is. There's yeah, a lot of there's, there's a lot of good pick bass players that I really like. Yeah, but there's at uh, this pile. I see Tortec, Tortex, and this is probably the most common one oh. nowadays. I would say is the the Jazz Three. Shit, one of these. Do you see one of yeah. these, Anthony? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks. What's a tiny one? It looks that. like a pirate coin, but like I don't like the small coin. ones, man. Yeah. No, Neither like does my regular... girlfriend. No. I like the good old. Yellow Tortex, you know. Oh, I got those. That's why he's for bass. Because the yeah. yellows, they're easier to find when you drop them on the ground. So. Ah, <laughs> yeah, they're just yellow. Yeah, or like in a couch ones. or something. Yeah. Do you guys see how I'm contributing to your gear talk right now? I'm like, check out Gilbert's stuff, dude. <laughs> he's just throwing it. Everywhere. He's gonna wake up in the morning like, what the fuck did you do to my desk? <laughs> so yeah, no, but same thing though. Same thing that you're saying with the with the, the podcast here. We got him in the corner. Yeah. Well, it's like we're, it's yeah. like working with different equipment that you're not used to and saying like fuck it this is what i gotta work with and that's what matt would say is like if someone th- if i don't have my pick yeah and there's like one that's like a floppy ding dong i gotta, gotta know how ready. to play with that yeah. you know you know yeah. so yeah and that was same same mindset you touched yeah. my pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yes that's very so that helped you probably get better as a drummer right yeah because i set up uh, i literally just set up like a basic rock kit and I was like, I'm going to have to play. There's a band I was working with um, called Gods of Eden, which was like stupid, crazy prog tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me months to learn their songs, like months and months of practice and stuff. And we rocked up to a show in Melbourne and the back line was there. Um, this is before I decided to, you know, work on playing on anything I was thrown um, and yeah, I was like, oh, these are my specs for my kid. I need two bass drums. I need this. I need this many boom stands, blah, blah, blah. And we got there and obviously it wasn't there because we're just a fucking metal band. Who gives a shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was like one racked on one kick. It was just a house kit. And I remember panicking and then sort of going, oh, well, I should be able to do it on this regardless. So mm-hmm. that's sort of, yeah, when I got home, I was like, all right, fine. I'll just strip my big kit down and just set up this tiny little kit. I was like, I'm going to have to make it work on, on whatever is thrown at me, which is such a good thing. And it, they often say, if you're, if you're um, feeling like you're in a creative rut, um, take stuff away from your drum kit. So you have less to play on. So it Mm -hmm. makes you think outside the box um, and be more creative with what little amount of things to hit you have in front of you. Um, which is really good. And that really helped me sort yeah. out, you know, different ideas, different approach to fills and, 
and and not just being because I'm not the sort of drummer that ever plays the same thing twice really um it's funny because I'll do a, a job a session or something and I tell people um if you want a, a full video playthrough let me know now because I won't ever play this the same again because <laughs> then I'd be like oh can we can we pay for the video like three months time and I'm like you can but it'll be a totally different take <laughs> it won't be the same i can't remember what i did that long ago mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just having that um freedom to be able to sort of do your job on whatever's thrown at you was, was a, a real eye-opener for me well um, definitely wanted to ask about your session career and you know like how many records have you recorded at this point and you know how long have you been session for well it, it sort of came about from the fact that uh i finished up with the amenta because we were touring pretty hard um and then my own band norse was sort of sort of dwindled down in members till like it was two core members me and trilo um and then trilo left to go to medical school and do all this sort of stuff so that's sort of so it was just sort of all this culmination of everything just stopping. And I was like, and then I, you know, I had kids, new young kids and stuff. So this is around 2012, 11, 12. Um, and I didn't want to be out touring, you know, um, I wanted to right. be at home. Um, yeah. Because you just look at all, all the other people who are touring and stuff and, you know, they never see their kids and it's just like, oh, no, I don't yeah. need to do that. I, so, uh, I, I mean, that's where I was too, dude. Started having yeah. kids and I was like, touring's yep. not a thing anymore. It's not a thing. No, I tried it. I tried it once after my first was born and, and seeing the, the difference and missing just that month. I was like, nah, exactly. It's a different you know? person when you come home when they're that it little. Really it really was like, dude. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty wild how much changed in one month. So I was like, yeah, nah, I can't, I can't miss any more no. of it. No, exactly. Yeah. And the thing with touring, there's so much downtime, there's so much, you know, you've got things at home you want to be at home for. That's the worst because you're just sitting around twiddling your thumbs, you know, going, oh, my kid's probably at home, you know, and I want to be there. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was all those sort of things, bands finishing up. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I've put so much effort into, you know, getting to this point on my instrument. I'm, I'm in no way am I going to just put the sticks down and, and throw it away because it was so much part of my life. Um, so I started to just set up a little basic studio in my, um, in my room that I had outside and set up a kit and, and I went on um, the metal archives, the forum there yep. and just put up a post saying, Hi, my name is Robert Stone, and I've, these are the bands I work for. Here's some videos. If anyone wants any free session work done, I'll do it for free. If you've got an album you want real drums done, I'll just do it for free because I'm still learning how to do all this sort of stuff. And um, I think I got like six or seven albums straight up from that mm. of people wanting to do stuff. And I was working full time as a gardener, so I'd just go out, do new usual eight-hour day, come home, spend time with the kids, put them to bed and then just go and record drums till whenever in the morning, two o'clock in the morning uh, for free. 
get up and rinse and repeat. And like looking back, I'm not sure how I actually didn't kill myself doing that because it was just (laughs) brutal. Like kids work, kids work in your hobby. And then, yeah. And then blast beats till fucking two in the morning. Yeah. Blast beats. Jesus. And, and, you know, cheers to your wife for, you know, if the kids got up in the middle of the night and you're, you're yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Super supportive. Super supportive. Totally. That's right. Yeah, the best. Um, and then as, as like, you know, time uh, went on, I was like, people were like, you should be charging for this because these drum tracks are good and I can use them and, uh, you know, release the album and stuff. And like, oh, that's awesome. Cool. So it, it's, I never went into it going, um, I'm going to do this for, you know, set up a business and do all this sort of stuff. It was just the most backwards way of doing it just grassroots sort of just wanting to help people out and wanting to keep busy, um, you know, with music and stuff, because it's what I love doing. Uh, and then, yeah, so just over the years, it's sort of built and built. And then it got to the point on, I think it was Facebook where it was like, you've reached your friend limit or something like that. And then people were getting annoyed at me because they wanted to add me and message me about session work. Um, and I wasn't seeing the messages and stuff. I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> I'll have to set up a proper ba- page and Instagram and all that shit. I, I hated the idea of um, getting famous or whatever from posting videos and stuff. I was like, I'm not, I'm just posting shit that I'm working on. Um, mm-hmm. Just as an afterthought, I just put a camera up and be like, you know, this is what I'm doing today. This is cool. Um, and then there's people who are like, you're my favorite influence. And I'm like, oh, don't call me that. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, yeah, I just like, you know, I wasn't going to do videos. It's like I put a flamethrower in my bass drum and you know, all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, I just, it was just, I wanted to play music. And, you know, obviously social media is there. So you make the most of it uh, by promoting yourself and, just throwing videos up and it just sort of grew that way. And it's people, I get people asking me, you know, Oh, how do you set it all up? What did you do and stuff? And I'm just like, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't yeah, have a yeah, game yeah. plan. I didn't have like steps that I followed or you've got to do this. You've got to post this and you've got to pay for advertisers. It's just like, I just offered to do shit for free. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where, um, around or was it 2020 2019 i was stressed out because you know you you grow up don't get rid of your day job you grow up hearing that you know don't be a musician there's no money in that especially death metal black metal stuff so but it was getting to the point where i was stressing out about the amount of session work i had um like backing up paid work and but i was still had that mindset of you got to keep your day job and then mm-hmm. one day I was just like, hang on. No, I don't. <laughs> I can yeah. fuck that off. I can. So I just quit all my gardening stuff and, and realized, yeah, I've, I've got enough here to, you know, support family, pay the bills, do all that right, sort of stuff, um, which is pretty crazy. Like it shouldn't exist. It's like, you know, you know what it's like. You go on tour of the death metal band, you come back with less money. Or if you're lucky, you break even, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I never thought that people would actively want to give me 
money just to record drums. Like that was never something I thought people would be happy to do, like shelve out actual money for that. Um, right. But I was, yeah, yeah, it proved me wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. With that being like your main source of income now, mm. um, oh, I see it and now I'm losing the track of thought. I that's had what he's all you want. He's all, he's all, I'm gonna, he's all, I'm gonna hit this weed, dude. It's no, gonna be so gnarly. Dude, no, <laughs> I, had, I, was, I was totally, I just wanted to make sure that I heard everything that he said, but now I'm fucking lost in what I was wanting to ask him because it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's very rare to be a, a, you know, a family man that can support everybody off of doing, oh, that doing death metal and shit like that. So like, I wanted mm. to know what, what your personal, uh, relationship with music outside of it being like the main source of income. Like what is, what is, what do you listen to when you're just going to listen to music outside of what you're recording honestly because i grew up listening to everything uh you know from you know jazz to and then i was doing pop stuff as well and you know uh death metal it's just it's you know people you look at my spotify and it they <laughs> you know they sometimes try to make playlists based on your listening history <laughs> And it's just the most confusing shit ever. Algorithm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. with me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I probably listen to less extreme stuff now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I always say, you know, if if you're working at, at McDonald's every day, the last thing you want to come home yeah. to is a fucking Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I still do listen to it. Like, you know, just last night I was cranking Cryptopsy and just absolutely loving it, you know. Right. Um, but like music is always on in our house, you know, uh, you know, driving the kids to school. It's a 20 minute drive or something. And it's always a fight who gets to choose what to listen to. How you know? old are your kids? Uh, they're around 13, 9 and 8, 12, 9 and 8. They keep changing. I don't know. <laughs> you're very we you yeah. and i are pretty parallel bro i can oh really i, I yeah. see that you and I, I now you know with the hoodie with the three kids we're the same age <laughs> all this kind of i think that you and i could probably we could Imagine bro you down done your research need, for this podcast <laughs> i know you didn't need any radical research <laughs> you, you got me dude you got me. But no, hey, I'm, just I'm here to hang. I'm here to hang and just yeah. learn yeah. in the moment, bro. That's yeah, what it is, yeah. you know. But um, yeah. I and and yeah, that's I, that's that's super cool, dude. I just think that like how you're balancing all of that and having an attitude that we've you know witnessed enough uh, two hours into this thing almost. Um, I think that's killer, man. Thank you. That, that, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, that's what everybody would strive to be, you know, like as an yeah, artist, it, it, you know. Technically, like, it is the dream job, like, and I can't mm -hmm. believe it sort of really happened. So I think the pandemic, you know, with like all the band tours and shit shutting down, that was, I had a huge spike in session work from that um, because everyone was at home just writing shit and they're like, oh, we can get real drums done. And we don't, you know, because we can't leave the house and all that shit. Um, I just send it to this guy and he'll record drums and send it back. So 
I, I kind of felt really bad about that because I was actually making money while I knew when all my other friends and musicians were like losing and hemorrhaging money and just stuck at home and stuff. Um, so that was kind of a weird thing in the fact when it came to money, I was just like, Oh, I, I feel really bad about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta, I guess you gotta weigh it all up. Like I, I wasn't, you know, all that money was going to my kids and, you know, mm-hmm. paying for them, yeah. supporting them and stuff. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, see, just go partying and fucking buy a boat and shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, the money side of it, it was just, it's honestly, it was just like an afterthought. But you, you do like, lessons, oh, okay. right? You do lessons as well, correct? I, I used to do a bit, but honestly, I just don't have time at the moment. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah. Too so much like, death metal. Too much death metal and stuff. <laughs> that. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's like I said, your, you're living the dream. Are you doing like a band a week or a band a day? Um, well, I've got in my studio, um, I've got two rooms set up. So I've got a, up the back of the studio. Um, it's a big room with a big kit. And then at the front, it's a smaller room with that smaller kit. Um, so I'll I have two jobs on the go at any time and I can just switch between them. So if you kind of like getting a bit burnt out or a bit stuck on this session, go and work on the other one. Um, so you know, at the moment, I'm doing a black metal album for some a band in Texas. I can't remember the name. Um, on the big studio, in the big studio, on the big kit, and then I'm doing like this progressive, folky sort of uh, quieter acoustic album on uh, for. I'm not even sure where that band's from. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the on the other studio. So so yeah, it's it and like it's. I get a heap of like one-off tracks as well, just singles, you know, or two yeah. tracks that someone wants to do. And um, so it's, it's really chaotic. It's never just, I've did an album this week and I'll do an album next week and I'll do, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, and because I'm working for myself and my hours are all over the place, you know, I can, and I can go down to the studio at any time. Like I'll do half an album in a couple of days and then I'll go and do catch up on four or five little single jobs at night after the kids are in bed so so it's it's nothing about it is structured or regulated it's just whatever i feel like working on at the time um, yeah i mean but uh, you know if, if you broke it down average an album and a half a week or something like that probably sometimes two albums a week um that's one thing i'm glad a lot of uh, australian drummers are glad that you're doing that and not like playing in bands because you'd just be like <laughs> like being in park you'd be like in the biggest bands because you're like <laughs> your talent is i mean like I, you just said like you're doing an album and a half a week like it's not album half a week i'm like dude i'm doing like a song like a year an album half a week is insane i mean and, and you've had that like obviously going back to the augury thing like you had to, two days to learn one of my favorite bands music and you just did it so you have that natural inclination to learn quickly and so you use yeah, that. I think yeah. um, because I've got like crazy ADHD and I've had it my mm-hmm. whole life and stuff. It's, um, you know, one of the the benefits of having that is that hyper focus thing where you can yeah. just blink is on and just go, go, go. And y- yeah, like your brain can work a lot faster in that creative sort of thing. And people have said that they're like, you know, it took me six weeks to, you know, write parts for these three songs. Um, and then I'll, you know, I'll send back parts in a couple of hours, finished tracks and stuff. So I think I have that advantage 
um, which I kind of managed to use a lot more for in this job. So, you know, cause it's, uh, it is, it's, it's like creativity at, at, at gunpoint. You're like, I've got six songs to do. Um, they want interesting shit. They don't want it too crazy. So you got to sort of, you know, balance that sort of thing. And then some bands are like, don't do too much crazy shit because we need to find a live drummer for this. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> so, you know, you got to keep that in mind as well. Like a lot of people will comment that. They were like, well, what is this band going to do now? I'm not, you know, I don't want to talk myself up or anything. It'll sound like, you know, I'm so fucking do great. But, <laughs> but it does people often ask that they're like what's the band gonna do now yeah with, yeah you've recorded drums and I'm like, you gotta learn robin's parts dude i remember you did a session for a band near me who had also hit me up to do the record and then mm. you posted a video of that song and uh it was way sicker than what i had and i was like god now i just have to do it like robin i'm sorry about that <laughs> no, it was but it, that's what happened to like going back to the dave haley thing like mm-hmm. i remember thinking oh well watching him play the amenta songs and after i played them and i was like i could either go home now and just be like i'll never be that good or I can go home and up my practice routine and, you know, work twice as hard to reach that level. And that's, that was the choice I made. I'm like, you can't just be like, oh, that's too hard. I don't want to do it. You know, that's out of my range. Mm-hmm. No, nothing's out of your range. You just got to fucking work harder at it. So um, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I say to some of them. I'm like, just practice more then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. You'll get it. Yeah. Like, I had to do exactly the same with Dave Haley. Like he, you know, he's like cream of the crop, extreme metal drumming, like, you know, mm-hmm. up there with the best of them. And it was, yeah, it's just like a real, I could either walk away and quit or put my head down and work at it. So, you know, that's just the way you, it's just the choices you want to make, I guess. Mm-hmm. Probably takes from, uh, you know, you working on a farm when you're a kid, like the hard work you had to put in hard work as a kid you know like yeah raised on a farm and stuff like that i can tell that kind of like translates to your drum work ethic yeah exactly the old the the christmas tree farm the old mate there he was like you know if you're not running you're not getting paid enough (laughs) or something like that you know (laughs) like you had to fucking run to this and you know the same thing he's like i'll see you at 7 30 and by 7 30 he meant seven o'clock because you you have to be there and ready and stuff same shit, just that old school, put mm-hmm. your head down and absolutely grind it out because, you know, there's no excuses. Um, and that was, was a really good good uh, work ethic to have as well, you know, right. just like, no, if you want results. Because I used to go there and I used to have to like fertilize an entire paddock of trees with one little spoon and a bucket of fertilizer. And, just you know, you'd walk 30 Ks in a day just up yeah. and down fertilizing these trees. There's no other way to do it. So just suck it up and do it. And it's the same with drums. You want to reach 260 BPM on your hands? Well, just sit down with a practice pad every day and Mm -hmm. put in the hours, you know? Um, Don't waste your time on fucking YouTube looking at new techniques and changing techniques every day and trying this. Just no, your body will figure it out. You just have to force it to do this. It makes so much sense now. That makes so much sense now hearing you coming from like the farm and like mentality and then you just 
take that same exact energy and just channel it into whatever yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. If you want results, you just got to do it yourself. You can't, yeah. you know, whinge about it and stuff. I mean, you can, but it won't get you anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, yeah. But, so. uh, yeah, I mean, your records, they definitely have that, like, kind of a one a one take through special take kind of vibe to it. And I, I like hearing that in albums and it's like a really yeah, nice balance. Yeah. I know what you're going for there. Um, yeah. And it's, it's cool. And, and especially with the option to program drums um, now a session drummer, it's, you're seeing like a lot of jobs that could be your job going to a, a computer program yeah. And and the programmer and of course there are like many classic sacred records with programmed drums that are like so mm. sick but you know what it's like to like have that special oh they invested in another human to make the art with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does I think it does make a, a difference to an album to know mm. that every instrument on that album is played by a human um with their own, you know, artistic input and perspective on the music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can tell when an album has been programmed by a guitarist or something, you know, <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. it's a sick thing. It would have been cool to have real drums on it, but you know, I, I, I completely understand like it's expensive enough making an album on being in a band mm-hmm. and having real drums on top of it is a huge expense and a massive undertaking. So, <laughs> but I think the level of programming you need to like make a, uh, album sound really quality with programmed drums like you're better off just hiring someone to play them than yeah. going through all the single hits and all the velocities yep. like yeah i said you, that yeah. to people as well that i'm like yeah. how many hours have you spent on this on programming your drums yeah what's your time and they're worth? like oh we've spent months months of just you know you know putting it in and, and writing it and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm like so if you paid yourself those hours how much would you pay yourself (laughs) and they're usually like oh shit yeah right and i'm like i'm charging half of the amount of you know what the amount of hours you've sat down and put into that Mm -hmm. and i I could have you could have had drums by the end of the week for your album done and they're like oh shit yeah okay i get it now so i guess one thing actually it's down to sorry go on oh no i'm I'm sorry to cut you off but uh chris mahar chris mahar oh sorry um see I've, i see you post these things of people like giving you shit like yeah i'm like and i'm like what the fuck I'm, I'm like and I'll, I'll like watch the video that they're talking about i'm like like what what are you post like what are you doing like i don't understand what like why how do you i mean i know it's the youtube kind of like culture to like sit back and be like <laughs> fucking Man. suck yeah. like, you know what i mean <laughs> and, like, and, like, it like makes them feel better because they're they're it's you know it's obviously jealousy and stuff like that but um so i've you you've you've received you posted a lot of these things that i've seen of people yeah. like going like what the fuck fucking sucks and shit like that yeah. like how do you at, like you group dads. they're called yeah yeah. Dads. yeah 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 where's the groove That's, yeah no yeah. groove <laughs> That's what he's yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out chris mahar too but like yeah. that is like it's so fun i mean same with gabe sieber there would be this guy I just want like he's still like i we, we joke about it to this day but like this is like he's like has this one poster so like no talent terrible or something like that. And That's it's like, right, I remember t- that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it's got this it's the guy's face is just like this like big old like 
<laughs> looks like a caveman. He's like fucking terrible. Like I don't even and just like and just like no drum videos, no band. He's never Nothing. been in a band. No, he's just exactly. sitting back, just going like fucking suck. It's like he's it's well, just like obvious, like I said, jealousy. My but take like, on it is like with the cancel culture type situation where it's like when you get canceled, you actually get bigger. You know, it's like so like well, that's it, yeah. You also like with the trolling shit. It's like once you see trolls, you're like, oh, yeah, they... dude, we've we've got to the troll level. Now we got trolls. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, like yeah. we've gotten to the point where now we've actually people care enough broke broke through enough layers to where now we got the fucking dorks coming through that sit behind. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, they love it. You know, they're just going like, God damn it, this guy's fake. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, that's like. So how, how do you take all that in? Obviously, with you, like, I can tell by your reaction immediately. That's like funny. Like it's like a funny well, thing for you. Yeah, I remember reading um, an interview with David Diepold. Is it Diepold? The mm. You know yeah. what an incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible drama! Like, insane. That dude yeah. is just amazing. Watching his shit is just like so good. He he put somewhere in an interview or said somewhere in an interview that he was like this close to giving up drums, just going back to teaching because of comments on social media and YouTube comments and shit. And I was like, fuck, really? That is just the worst. Imagine you know dedicating your whole life to this craft and you know. And then getting to the point where just random people bully you into like quitting. I'm just like, nah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so insane, I just thought yeah. I'd just fight fire with fire and just, you know, if they want to be smart asses, I will be a polite smart ass back. Yeah, yeah. And, and just, you know, and I'm not going gonna... to. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Like, be super nice to him. Yeah, be a sweetheart. Yeah, one. but just like yeah. yeah, no, you said it could be your best friend that you're talking about, but you're still yeah. calling him a cunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's just like if yeah, if I'm just going to be a, a, a polite smart ass to them and just you know screenshot it and then you know people seem to love it. They and like well, if every if, time you do, like, it. if I can get a laugh out of that, out of that yeah. situation, instead of going down a rabbit hole and arguing and fighting and shit. If I can just screenshot it and post it and 300 people laugh, react or whatever, that's awesome. Better. That's the yeah, best yeah. thing ever. That's, that's the biggest diffuser because if whoever sent it will probably see that and see everybody. They have, yeah. And they've like yeah. messaged me later. It was like, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was just kidding. I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I was just you know, I'm actually, a, I'm actually a fan, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> well, that's happened. Like, really? like one, a couple of top fans were originally like, you fucking suck, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, it's a strange I, thing, dude. Yeah, I know. And like, you look at, you look at comment threads on videos and stuff and it's just people being the worst versions of themselves you know I can't, 600 mm -hmm. comments in yeah. just like yeah no not doing that not having that on my page or anything it's just just i didn't realize I it was bad that. enough for someone like dipole to like take it that yeah to feel yeah of it. I, I i've looked at his stuff and I, I assume it was just everybody blowing smoke like i usually just like holy shit i love you or whatever you know like yeah 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 but i, I mean, guess there's those, a, those... another side of it too there is and like obviously i don't it's not all hate comments obviously that i get like you know if you're feeling down or something you can go and read some comments and you're just like oh that's so awesome people really like what i do you know that's so cool yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you appreciate that like you know people take mm -hmm. the time to say 
you're really good at this. I really appreciate well, it. Stuff that's like amazing. So good. I think also yeah. like just n not just the attention or amount of views and all that, but when people come and they patrol types or whatever, and they just see like all these positive comments. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Cat butt. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you to, I thought you just apologized to the cats. Dude, this is the greatest. I know you guys are fighting cats, so I apologize. Um, just like the cats, I'm trying to talk, and then they just all like each other. No, no, that was I love it. But uh, what I was gonna say is that um, yeah, like uh, I think that people see this like slew of like positive comments, and they're just like like jealousy. Well, yeah. I, I got How do I oh, that too. this? You know, yeah, they just yeah. want to slide in there and just like knock all the all the it's like a sandcastle it's like yeah like, yeah stomping exactly. out the sandcastle it's like you know it's so yeah, easy to I feel, it I've, I've had yeah. feelings like this in, in the past and stuff where, where bands are like, like a, a big deathcore band comes out and it's like oh it's the sickest thing ever and and like i'll be like well it's not that i won't type it but i'll be like Oh, I have this like <laughs> yeah. protective thing. Oh, I'm like, well, yeah, you know, exactly. like I, I want to like in my in my heart of hearts, I'm just like, I don't get why they're blowing up so big. I don't get it yeah. right now. You know, it's like yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, there was one band, Lorna Shore, the newer stuff. I was like, okay, well, I get that one, but I still, I'm I, still I, I don't. Happy I don't, about it. <laughs> <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like there's a lot of like, kids that are playing in bands, and like what Ian was saying, it's like kids. It, yeah, it's kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, like sitting in like they're they're starting their bands. And they only have the most brutal, you know, like influences, and then like yeah. or something like that. And they hear something that's like outside the spectrum of that, and they're just like, "Ooh, this is the perfect time for me to, you know, something like that." Or it's like a band, like a, a dad band, or something like that, or a band that's like got groove, like trying to be like, you know, yeah. like be like more groovy, and they're like, they want to hate on the blast, the blast bonks, you know, they want to <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they don't, yeah. they don't like, you know. And I, I understand when I was younger, like not understanding blast bonks as much as like you know now i you know i, I yeah. love them but like and then when i was back in the day i was like why are you just like going why are you having a seizure on the drums i don't understand what's going on <laughs> you know it's like exactly. rather than like having like you know listen to like nothing nothing but uh red hot chili peppers all day and just like funky stuff all day where it's got this like yeah it's more got a, a, a like a thing that people yeah. can just do this to like slowly and yeah. and not understand like hey, like the super fast <laughs> and like, people I get like totally understand that like yeah, yeah, yeah. me could, too i can i can i can understand how people could not be into like, it yeah i can i can yeah. get i can get that but they get like well i don't understand it so hey you know they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like exactly like yeah i would exactly. wear a shirt that said don't yeah. hate on the blast bonks i really would <laughs> i think I think Red boomers logo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> boomers just are more they feel more like entitled to online spaces to just voice their opinion or they almost feel like compulsive like whatever they see they just comment on everything whether yeah. they like yeah. it or not but like people from our generation when we like came into the internet as youths we were like not going to just start writing shit anywhere so then we kept that mentality of like oh you, you don't say anything nice you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything but yeah. boomers are just i don't get because they're just like <laughs> yeah. hey i grew up during the apple 2 or whatever you know like well we, we went through the revol we went through the revolution of having it's like the same thing on the schoolyard like the first time you walked up to a kid on the schoolyard something something terrible to him and saw his face you didn't feel good like when he said something bad to them and we've yeah. got to like go through like MySpace and be like, "Oh, it sucks!" And then someone's like, "Fuck you!" And you're like, "Ah, oh, this 
I don't like the feeling it's giving me like, oh, maybe I shouldn't just like say something to get attention. You know, like you get like yeah, shot yeah, down yeah. very quickly. It does take a specific person because I mean, I had access to the internet and I would never. You can't even like use your computer, dude. <laughs> I was talking to Casey about that. It's like I, I can. I definitely can. The basics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, let's you see. Know, like, like, is that? Yeah, Facebook go ahead, group, sorry. old school drummers or something that I joined oh, nice. for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. You just go there and you're just like, Jesus, are you serious, guys? <laughs> just like <laughs> getting on there and complaining about everything left, right, and center. It just like, shows what really is going on in that person's life. They know? just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just collect yeah. Rogers. They just play That's Rogers the one drum place. kits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the one place they have control of the situation, dude. Every other part of their life is out of control. So this is the one place they can. Control. Well, they need to be the person that tells the person that goes like, "No, like I, w w the way I do it is well." You know what I mean? They need to be yeah. that like person that kind of like, "Well, from my super elitist perspective, this is how you're supposed to do it." And then they see something yeah, yeah, like yeah. outside that box, and they're like sucks <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> exactly like, yeah it's like losing like power challenged. like i still yeah, exactly. i still know i might meet some sandal haters in my career if i continue performing death metal and sandals <laughs> you know? it's still gonna happen i'm gonna get the sandal trolls the sandal trolls are gonna come out the, but more yeah. bands are doing it now so it's like it's becoming more popular so yeah yeah i'm gonna be like you should put some shoes on just so you're not so popular no, I'm dude gonna, I'm gonna... <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so so you've you've been playing live a little bit more these days is that right robin um i went through uh a little phase recently where i've been helping out bands live um but it's the you know compared to session work or studio work i should say the amount of hours you know what it's all like learning a full set list driving to rehearsals, doing all this shit for 45 minutes of actual playing. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's, I feel it's not a good use of time <laughs> these days. Yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, I've been playing shows since 2001 or something. Um, and, you know, you, you know what it's like. It's so much downtime and time is pretty precious these days. Right. Um, so it's mm -hmm. kind of like, if I do do live stuff, I'm... I want to make sure that whatever band I'm working for can turn up, do the show with one rehearsal or no rehearsal in some cases, like nice to meet you. Let's go do this show. Um, but the thing with, yeah, with live stuff is you never know what you're going to get with people and you never know how reliable people are going to be. And, you know, there's, there's some stuff that I've agreed to do and you turn up and nothing's ready, nothing's organized and you're just wasting time. And you're like, oh, you know, I could have done four songs in this time and sent them off and been paid for that and got onto this other job that I was really looking forward to. So, yeah, I'm, and with Australia, there's like four cities you can play, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. only so many times you can play the same venues and still get enjoyment out of it and, and you know, have fun and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so... <clears throat> Yeah, excuse me. Um, live stuff in Australia, I'm just my interest in it is just sort of like mm, over the years, and right. and like I said before, I'm not interested in spending six weeks, uh, you know, overseas Away or anything like family. that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just it's just not uh, really financially feasible anymore, unfortunately. 
that Blade like, of Horus still... gig. Though. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Blade of Horus. That was um because I'd all like arranged to do shows with them back in 2020, and then everything went to shit. Um, so I'd learnt their whole set list um, already, and then they hit me up again. Like when was it February or something this year to do uh, a run of shows, and it was basically like, well, I've already got this most of the set list down so i'll just run through it a few times and and just did it and you know that was really fun excellent dudes really well organized um james buckman the guitarist organized everything he did an amazing job um so that was it was that was a really enjoyable thing uh to do um the same with the convulsing shows um you know mm-hmm. once once or twice a year We'll be like, all right, let's do some shows and go and, you know, do some stuff around. Um, and the same deal, you know, you'll get into the room with those guys and Brendan and Peter will have their parts down and everything's good. And that's the beauty of always working with a click track as well, because I'm like, we all know exactly what the tempos are. Um, though, though the bands I work with, they don't have click tracks or anything. They're just following me, but I'll make rehearsal tracks the solo drum tracks to the clicks and send them off and say, rehearse to these. And then when we all meet up, everything should just fall into place. Mm-hmm. You've done your homework. Um, so it's, you know, as, as long as everything works like it should, they're fine. Um, mm-hmm. But every now and then, like I said, you just sign on with a band who just aren't really that professional and just sort of fuck around. You're just like, oh, that's a strike. I remember why I don't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, it only takes one or two members who are just not organized and stuff to hold everything up. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, I don't have the patience for this anymore. I don't know how old I am. I think I'm 37, but I just, <laughs> I just you know, I just, I'm over this sort of stuff. So with, you know, studio work, it's all my, it's all my responsibility. It's all on me. I'll have the files. I'll have everything. If I'm unorganized or if I fuck up, I can blame me and that's fine, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and work on it for next time and improve my workflow and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, th- these days, studio work is by far priority for, totally. for you know, for what I want to do. Can I ask also Where about else? the uh, drum tech gig with Emperor that you did? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. So that's the second time I've done that. Um, yeah because Dave Haley runs a touring company and partner with uh, Soundworks Touring and stuff like that. So, um, and I've known Soundworks guys, Brad and Dizey for years. So, you know, first shows ever, I think was with them and stuff like that, metal shows, metal tours. They're awesome dudes. Um, But Dave just hit me up. He's like, we need someone who knows drums to come and drum tech specifically, you know, um, would you be up for, for, for trim and emperor and i was like oh fuck yeah like favorite <laughs> band you know anthems is like you know life-changing album for me mm-hmm. so uh i did that the first time 2019 and you know it's and then again just a couple of months ago uh for australia and it's like the same thing it's so awesome to get to hang out with those dudes and stuff and they're just mm-hmm. the loveliest guys all the emperor guys are just the coolest people what kind of drum um, set did you set up for trim, dude? Well, basically, it's five drum sets all together. <laughs> it's massive. Oh it's ridiculous. Wow. Like, um, and he's so cool. He was always there, you know, hanging out and helping set everything up and stuff. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's that classic early 90s or late 80s humongous drum kit. I think it was like six toms, you know, probably like 20 cymbals all up, you know, two bass drums, wow. two snares. And, you know, very particular about how it's set up, which is absolutely fine. You know, um, people are like that. That's not a problem at all. But, you know, it would take a good couple of hours to set up his drum kit as opposed to me, you know, spending 15 <laughs> minutes throwing up a kit and going, yeah, that'll do, that's fine. So, you know, it's it was awesome. And he's, you know, such a nice dude. And just, you know, getting to see people, musicians play right there that, you know, literally changed your musical career back when you were 15, 16. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing those parts played and hearing it, it's just so good. It's just, you know, so you get so uh, inspired again to do that, you know, or to, you know, mm-hmm. hear that stuff and you're just inspired again and, you know, reinvigorated about music and everything in general. But the downside of that, again, is, you know, seven Time. o'clock. Yep. Up, go to the venue, spend hours setting everything up, sound check, and then, you know, loading the truck and out of there at three in the morning or something like that. You know, it's just like, a lot of time <laughs> yeah so you know and i they they've asked me to do other teching gigs as well they asked me to do mayhem i'm just like honestly i don't think i can i don't want to make it like a regular thing so yeah. i'll do it for, yeah. you know a handful of, you know i love mayhem too one of my favorite bands hellheim is awesome and like i've met him a few times when they've come and stuff but it's just like yeah it's just time poor at the moment and mm-hmm. as much as I'd love to do that and it'd be an awesome experience, you've got to kind of make the smart choices and go, oh, sorry, I might have to sit this one out and yeah. try and get all the session stuff done. So, yeah, it's not a it's not a regular thing. Um, and I don't think it will be. But, you know, if Emperor come out again, I'd put my hand up for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just to get to hang out with them and stuff because they're just nice, nice people, you know, and... I like nice people. They're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out, dude. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Would Absolutely. I would? Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say, like, the one band I could like see you. I mean, maybe like Hate Eternal or something. Like going back to like that early influence would be so sick to see that. But like yeah, Scaris, Nay, Nay, when they were looking for their drummer recently, I was like, I wonder if Robin would consider that. Oh, <laughs> I got a lot of messages. Yeah, about I'm that. sure you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. It was the same thing. Uh, like I didn't, I didn't hear from the band or get asked at all, and that's totally fine because I probably would have said no anyway. Yeah, for they sure. Were a lot family, yeah. And same deal. I'm just like, sorry, too but, hard uh, basket. So, Kevin, who's doing it? Kevin Parat Parat Parody, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect, perfect. He's like, perfect for it. It's amazing awesome. Amazing yeah. drummer. Like mm-hmm. he would just nail those parts. So. You know, yeah. and I'm mates with Dan as well. Like he's incredible and such a nice dude. Just like yeah, I love Dan. you know, and he's got his uh, studio set up and stuff now, mm-hmm. um, and and is killing it from what I can see, which is awesome. Like he's gone all out on that studio and like nothing but the best stuff in there. Uh, which is the complete opposite of me. I used to run my studio out of a caravan with a fucking camping generator. <laughs> like, you know, complete worlds apart. Um, so, you know, but you know, it's, it's how it is. So it's, it, he's doing really well. So I'm happy. And he's got his other band, Black Lava and stuff. So that's really good. Nice. He's, he's killing it. So, yeah. yeah. 
so Dan Preslin has a Dan Preslin has a is that what you guys were talking about? Like the 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 tone on the DM five or whatever is like the Preslin. Oh yeah, he has his a kick sample that yeah that's very popular that I think he made in a studio. It's it's not. I don't think it's preloaded onto anything. It's just on the internet. Everyone sends it to each other. Oh okay. Yeah. I remember going like the Preslin, like the Dan Preslin, like everyone Dan. (laughs) They're like yeah Yeah, Dan from. I was like, "What the fuck?" I didn't know. Like, he had like the sample that everyone wanted. But is that still like going around? For, I, I still use it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. lots of people use it. So, like, you can program it onto the Roland TM2s and that's stuff. That's what like I do. That. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's awesome. That's like cool promo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sample. So, yeah, I'm old school. Awesome. I'm still using. It's technically vintage now. The old Elisis DM5s from like nice 1992 or three or something like that it was just yeah, like, yeah fuck yeah reggae used to that right yeah mine died crashed and burned yeah oh. i've got like three of them floating <laughs> around that's so sad dude you said that really sad you're like yeah, yeah I'm still upset. Upset. well they're old no, so it's like if it dies yeah. okay okay yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yes. dude remember the record pl- or was it a dvd player that like was outside for a year of the uh, furniture dome, Casey, and then you pulled it back in and then popped a DVD player and it started working again. I don't know why. I just familiar, about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that. I'm really one. high, yes. guys. I'm really fucking high. <laughs> Dude, I'm also thinking about other shit like, uh, Robin, how do your kids feel about your music? Like, have you, have you showed them stuff that you were stoked on and to see what their reaction? Yeah, like, yeah. No, they, 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 they love it. Like, my youngest daughter, um, literally, I showed her a nail in the thrack recently, and she immediately went and got her iPad and added it to her playlist, which is like a nail in the thrack, pig destroyer, deicide. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's just, awesome. She's just like cruising around. I posted a photo yesterday, it's just absolute chaos. Her and her little pink headphones, listening to a nail in the thrack with pink rollerblades on. And just she's nice. Doing a nice painting of Kirby. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I when I was growing up, you know, my parents were like, "Oh, I don't know about this heavy stuff. Oh, you know, it could have negative influences." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "No, fuck that." <laughs> like, you guys are going to grow up. Like, they love the portal video clip um, curtain. They're like, mm-hmm. "It's so spooky. It's so good." And you know, you can put on portal in the car and stuff, and crank it and stuff. And like yeah. they're like, oh, it's so good. It sounds like aliens. I'm like, yeah, it does sound like aliens. <laughs> yeah, it actually, is yeah. that, that's actually a very like organic, pure like review review of Portal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like yeah. aliens. I think kids that's review Portal. There you go. Yeah, it sounds like angry aliens. So <laughs> doesn't sound um, human. Yeah, it's like a very yeah. like unhuman sound from yeah, of metal yeah. going like. Yeah. Eh, eh, it's like it's like an, all these like crazy <laughs> sounds. Yeah, I always thought absolutely. that Portal was was like, you know, they lived in the Uncanny Valley, and if you look up the Uncanny Valley, it's like the it's like that anti-human or not like anti-human, but like us noticing the the differences between us and things that aren't human. Yeah, 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 yeah. and, Very and how it, it makes us like immediately thrown off, like or like a robot that is almost human but not quite there the the differences would set us off as humans you know so like the yeah. uncanny valley that's where you find portal music 
portals yeah. playing 24 hours a day in the uncanny valley dude. I, I got a i got an easy genre for them i'm just called opposite pop <laughs> angry vacuum cleaner <laughs> it's like what you think is like it's like western music it's like, it's all one five it's all it's like the opposite of that it's like yeah i remember talking to the singer of portal and he's like yeah we would like write stuff and then be like no opposite too too good or too happy or something let's, let's fuck it up some more <laughs> so you know they go out of their way to make sure it's fucked up it's awesome so good. yeah that's what's rad about it that's yeah, exactly yeah. what's rad about it yeah it's just yeah yeah those you, things you start seeking you, you start seeking those more as you get more into music you're like oh what's the what's the opposite side of things what's the more like yeah. dissonant side yeah. like what you know, like, because you, cause it's harder to play. Like, it's weirder. Yeah. It's like you your brain doesn't like, like acclimate to like a, you know, what's like that? that food? Think of it thing, like yeah. food. Like you could eat chicken parmesan every night, or you could fucking go out and eat some crazy shit that you never tasted before, and you might, you know, it might be an experience that you might not like every aspect of it, but it's all of it is totally new. Like. You, you go taste different foods to feel new experiences, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like they're they're yeah. funky, but they're good. It's yeah. like go they're not some octopus legs or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, exactly. Octop octopus is kind of like bland, so I wouldn't say that Portal's bland. I would put. No. I don't know where I'd put them on the palate yet. I saw like yeah. more like, like duck the, penis. I saw Anthony <laughs> eat octopus. I know, and I feel bad when I eat octopus, actually. But I still last eat night, you're eating it last night. It's like the one thing. Yeah, I know. I ate it last night, dude. But I, they're just like super intelligent, so I feel bad for eating their legs. Sorry. Guys. How about eating the dumb animals, dude? The dumbasses. Yeah. Okay, animal kingdom. Yeah, yeah like fucking, eat dumb animals. I ate some shrimp tonight, and I'm like, fuck these things, dude. They're fucking, fucking bottom idiots. Eaters, I'm just fucking. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Are you gonna get attacked oh. by a cat there, Casey? Oh, oh damn! He's getting oh he's getting stared down. Check he's getting stared down. <laughs> oh. Do you think that you're the reason why shit's oh, going down right now? Because you're like in their territory oh, right that. now. Oh yeah, yeah. but they're that, they're dude. but they're up high right now, so they're like, I got you. This is my kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm look myself. Some more bacon. Is that yeah, the yeah. same? Is that what kind of what breed cat is yours, Robin? Uh, ragdoll. Ragdoll. Is that, I love is that the same kind of cat, Casey? I don't know. You might know better. Dude, than I that. have no not... idea, dude. Oh, okay. it's a cat. Cats, cats. It's they the don't people as... talk. They don't talk about cats like they do dogs. It's not like, oh, it's like an Australian Shepherd mixed with the. You know, people yeah. don't do that with cats. They're like, dude, it's like it's a, a, a yellow one. percent. Yeah. <laughs> Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Well, there's like tuxedo cats and there's tabby. tuxedo. That's not even a breed though. It's just like he's got a right. tuxedo on. They're like, like he's got some like, black and white. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like we need to make this like normal for us. It's a tuxedo, so yeah. <laughs> it's like ragdoll. I know ragdoll is one because that's the one that you like on their back. They kind of just go. They kind of like yeah, lay loose on their back. Stuff. They go yeah, they're cool. like that. That's still like not a breed. It's not like an Australian. You know, like <laughs> exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing like specific about it. It's like it's you ragdolls. Australian hold them. cat is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he wears a tuxedo. That's a that's our breed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's pretty yeah. funny like i've gotten way more, in, more into cats this last year like because my girlfriend mm -hmm. has cats and all this and has a cat rescue or like a 
a nonprofit rescues on the side and all this. And, yep. and it's like, I it's funny because it's like, I've, I've always just been like, I'm a dog person. I'm a dog person, you know? And then yeah. like, I like, yeah. I've like met these cats and, and become kind of close to some of these cats. Like one's named banana Jill, and like other ones. And I'm just like <laughs> super down. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's super funny. It's like what you just said. And like, I was like, by being exposed to cats more, I kind of realized I was like, Oh, there are some things about like dogs and like dog ownership that's kind of weird that I th always thought was so normal that it's like cats are so much. I don't know. It's like it's, it makes more sense. Like the whole breed thing, everyone's just like, like well, he's thirty percent, you know, Chihuahua, and then he's got like forty-five percent. <laughs> like I had him tested, and you know, yeah, they do DNA tests on and stuff. like all this, and it's yeah, just yeah. like they got a dog weird, twenty-three really and me. It. There's like a <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is a cat and dog. 20 paws and me or something like that yeah they're like, like cat, the cat 23 means like well he's like yellow and has a little tuxedo <laughs> <laughs> like they, don't, they won't like no cats are a they're a trip man they're basically yeah. they're very less engaging um i mean i'm just explaining cats to people you guys ever <laughs> met one <laughs> Uh, they're like little there, things on legs. People, <laughs> they're, little, they're furry. Yeah. They're like soft. They jump on your lap and they're very light. Very light. Um, <laughs> but the cool thing about my cat is like I could just leave, you know, all the cool food and just leave for a couple days. And I'm, he's yeah. like, he comes back and he's like, what well, fuck? Where were you for a day? But I'm not that mad. But like I had all the sick food, but like I didn't I need to be ate like the food. Uh, I shit in the yeah. box. I drink the water. Yeah, yeah. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I did all the things that I'm supposed to do, but like it's like I'm self sufficient. But fuck you. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like my, I'm a little codependent a little bit, but not as much as a, do a dog's. Like I need to get a dog hotel or a dog sitter. Like it's like it's yeah. uh, the closest thing well, you get to a child. Yeah. Yeah. A, a dog's like having like like a kid in a way, and then like a oh, uh, someone not, saying, not having a kid, you can't say that to them. Well, no, but I'm I'm saying uh, so. But a cat's like having a roommate. It's like oh, I don't really see them that, but or they they do their own thing. They, yeah. Like I don't have to like interact with them. But we live together, you know. Necessarily. Yeah, exactly. That is actually pretty dog, good. When a dog's like you know, they're home, they're like, what are we gonna do now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh man, like sometimes you're just like. And then just like you know, want to go for a walk and you know, all this. Yeah. Not the same. Yeah. Yeah. A minute, and that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Uh, I, we're, where are we at? Yeah, we're. we're we got more, more questions, or we are we uh wrap well, getting close to wrap up. I'm I'm either Robin, way. I'm either way. We just no, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. So we'll wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, Robin, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm actually. Oh, I, I remember. Right. And, and one thing that's actually really uh, cool about you that you said something about that's kind of like a little bit like uh, resonates with me is that like you're like, oh, I don't like to hang out with people. I'm antisocial, and you're like yeah. one of the most entertaining guests we've had, and, and you've been very, <laughs> you've been very cool. Yeah. And, I, and and a lot of people say that, but they're like, you know, I'm the same way. I'm very antisocial, but I'm yeah. talking half the episode too. So it's like. I, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One of those things that, like, I I want to talk. I'm just kind of like, it's a it's a weird social thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. Uh, I'm comfortable. There's, I'm down with yeah. these things, dude. There, you get a feeling of, you know, what we met for the first time tonight. Me and you, we never really had interacted before, and very naturally, things just took off and ran. And and I think that. uh there are certain times that happen 
during doing this podcast where I'm like, I want him back on again already because I there's just like <laughs> so much more because at, there's these certain marks during where you when you look at the 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 time that we've been going on in the episode, you're like, okay, well now we're at this point, so it's like we can only really fit in so much more after this. So I I truly would love to have you back on, Robin, because you are a great guest and. You have a great attitude and I'd love to dig in more on, you know, other things about your life, you know, like family life and all that kind of stuff, dude. It'd be really cool to definitely do a part two. So yeah, for sure. It, I'm dude. up for it. That is awesome. As long as you guys are, are cool. Don't that, pay. This well, actually, it's... We'll, talk, we'll talk about it amongst ourselves. Old time is money. Old time is money. I'm a session drummer. I'm a session drummer. He's like, I, 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 I could have done three albums in the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time we'll pay you. It's cool. Be the first paid guest. I think you're very, you've unlocked a lot of people like, uh, like a, a way to make money and like have a family if you love death metal like it's like if you're good at your instrument and you have there's a way you can do it and you've kind of like yeah. shown a cool way yeah. a cool unique like way so. yeah because i i was thinking somebody asked me who doesn't know anything about death metal and stuff he's like oh, how many other drummers have your job and i'm like i don't know actually mm. can <laughs> i can you think of any other drummers that do session work full time for death metal and black metal. I'm like, fuck. I'm sure there are. But what about yeah. Lord Marco, head. Lord Marco for a long time. Yeah, but I don't think he, he does it full time. I'm not sure. Oh, so. full time. You're right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's doing a lot. No, I think of records, you're but... one of the. And actually, I'm sorry. Don't do this. Let just all go to Robin for for music because he needs a music. <laughs> <game. laughs> no, I'm totally like Casey Brand. You know Casey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sacramento, you know, yeah. And, and other dudes like that. I'm so excited when, you know, you see them doing this shit. I'm like, fuck, yes, that is the best. Because what's the alternative? Like, you know, fucking walking around a farm or chopping wood or stacking shelves or something, you know. It's like, get to do what you love. That is the best thing ever. I'm so happy seeing other other musicians, other drummers get some of that fucking cake. Because it's yeah, I love it. So, you know, there's no fucking competition or like, oh no, don't go to him. Like, you should way. charge. You should charge more though. When I remember you said something about like when a band was like, oh, why don't you do more intricate stuff? You should be like, oh, yeah. intricate fee. That was an intricate yeah. fee. <laughs> yeah. Simple fee, <laughs> intricate fee. There's like, oh, there yeah. like the meat and potatoes fee. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tempo it's, it's like a BPM. It's a BPM yeah. fee. It's like okay, we're above two two thirty. Yeah, it's like it goes up like a hundred dollars a minute with two thirty. Yeah, dude. like guitar wankery fees. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> you should just charge solos. All right, <laughs> you should charge like like ten cents per kick drum hit. <laughs> yeah, like this one's got like a lot of kick hits. Yeah, at a certain that's BPM, expensive. it's like it's per hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think that's a better great. scale. Because yeah. you got forty, what six, forty less than fifty minutes or whatever for uh, an LP or yeah. whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just I'll just play 16s the whole time. Kicks can you fit in four? Yeah, it's like it's, it's, you just be like, this is where my feet my start here. It's like grabbing on the feet that goes like around like intricacy. If you want me to like follow the, like each hand has like a fee. It's like, well, this hand could just do the whole time. But if you want this hand to do more intricacy, then it's another fee. Actually, I'm doing the math in my head. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 250 beats per minute at 30 seconds. So the double base. How oh, how do you do that time. math there? No, you need like a like a calculator thing. Yeah, you need like calculator. Those content, Ten, like ten the cents sounds drawer. like it, it's not going to be that much. It'll be like yeah. 15 bucks a song or something like that. <laughs> well, like, that's, a, that's a limb right though. That's a limb. So yeah, that's only one limb, dude. So it's like you, 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 you send them just one track, and just it's just your foot going. <laughs> it's okay. It's all. I want double bass. It's like only record one foot. And be like, okay, yeah. You want the other foot? I don't know. Yeah. It's another fee. I'll have to pull out the other. <laughs> like, yeah. like this band's like, yeah, dude. Robin did the drums and the album. We wanted like more blasts and, and double bass, but we could only afford like. <laughs> like it just stops at a certain point in the song. Yeah. Just the drums just cut out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's two more minutes of song, but there's no drum. What is the song ending in a weird so guitar solo? It's like, well, Rob, yeah, we had, yeah. you know, couldn't afford it. Rob, <laughs> we just had to switch to instrumental part. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> well, in the future, I could see something like that happening because, you know, yeah, how, like, things slowly becomes more expensive. No, but, yeah, what you yeah. need is, like, an itemized list. It's, like, a calculator that bills out, like, stair hits, like, tom hits, like, all the things. You send them a bill at the end, and it's, like, tax and everything all included. Like, you know, it's, like... Oh yeah, you need you need an assistant or something to do that. Oh AI, just have AI count everything. Just be like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy as. Well, don't probably don't do that, but uh I'll look into it, let you know how I go. But man, it's I I have loved every video and every promotion of your records that you're on and and it's been so sick all the content uh really inspiring pushes me gets me inspired and creative uh yeah you're doing it all you know it's 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 very exciting and um i mean just so much nerd out on your technique and uh just very blown away (laughs) man it's all good stuff so thank you for uh yeah i mean that you're just providing free to the world it's beautiful so well yeah i like yeah i i said it before if i could do it for free i fucking would but you know kids like to eat <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's just yeah. is what it is yeah, and, they yeah, definitely do if, if i can help people out with some free stuff here and there or technique stuff absolutely because mm-hmm. yeah i do not understand musicians or anyone in like the creative field who are like no these are my secrets trade secrets you go like, fuck that you didn't come up with them you know <laughs> yeah. it's just just help people out you know so yeah it's fun to do it's 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 fun to be part of redeeming it's redeeming part of building out you know the possibilities of extreme metal drums you know just yeah throw a million things at the wall and a lot of them will stick you know so yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah that's it sick man stuff well, thanks again for coming on, man. Killer, I, killer I appreciate episode, it. So, guys. You're, oh, yeah, right. He's he's in to, he's in the future right now. He's tomorrow. Yeah, at like tomorrow. three o'clock, four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock. That's good. Four o'clock tomorrow morning. Tomorrow? I'll let know what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what happens. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Oh man, yeah. love you, buddy. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll do it again sometime for sure. Most yeah, you should come visit California and like visit the past. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. He's like, yeah, I'll lose money for my family. It sounds fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no, if you're ever out in Cali, definitely, dude. It'd be cool to get together because, I mean, your kids are just a little bit older, but it's crazy that their distances are very similar. Mine are 11, 7, and 5, you know? So it's like they're just right behind them, but at the same time, it's like the same kind of distance, you know? So, dude. It'd be super cool if you ever get out to California, Northern California. Go. I'll I'll get there, dude. We'll get the kids together. This we'll is what California cool looks stuff. like, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish, dude. <laughs> no, that's fucking Hawaii, baby. Go. <laughs> oh, I love that place so much. Excellent. Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna go and uh, actually hit the studio. Yeah, dude. And get some more yeah. stuff done. So, nice. Thanks again. And uh, I'll yeah, see no you problem, dude. And uh, thank you for giving us your time no doubt and and plug or you said you didn't really have anything no nah, i don't plug if you want if, if a band if a band wants to fucking hire you if a band wants to hire you how do they get a hold of you wants to hire me uh you just look up robinstone drums on facebook or insta um and just shoot me a message just go for a scroll see what i do check yeah. out some videos if you like what you see hit me up and just go from there so I have booked oh, yeah. out for the next few months, but you know, unless anyone's desperate, but yeah. You have a desperate fee. What's the, what's, what's the desperate fee? <laughs> <laughs> the desperate fee is me apologizing to the other like band. Like, yeah. Say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bit late. The rush order. <laughs> the rush order <laughs> session rush drum. Order. Yeah, rush order. Like, yeah. Metal Blade yeah. needs this album stat. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, that's so funny. good, dude. Yeah. Exactly. All right, well, dude. Right, again, I had a, I had a killer Thank time you. with you guys tonight. Yeah. Uh, thanks for everybody who's with us live. We do it on Twitch. We don't say it in the beginning. We always say it at the end. And uh, Battle Forge Coffees, that's where we get our caffeine. CaliDeathPodcast.BigCartel.com is where you're going to get a shirt and put some cash in our pocket to make you more shirts later on down the road. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that shit. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.